adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, episode 59, uh, No Snooze Podcast. I'm Mike Prelly, Dave Regina, Claudio on the ones and twos, uh, and this is a podcast, and I'm calling it a show now, because yes. we're more of a show. Right. This is a show where we talk about being better parents, fathers, uh, professionally, real estate investors, models, fitness professionals. Human beings. Human beings. That's actually, that would save me. <laughs> that would save me everything. In our personal and professional lives. Personal and professional. Still working on that intro. Uh, if you haven't yet- Subscribe. Hit the subby button. Yeah, and everyone's like, smash it, do this, do that. <laughs> yeah. Just be gentle. Touch it. Just touch it once and we're good. I like it. Uh, Dave, how are you? You're looking good. You're Listen, looking tight. Man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because 59 means that we are one closer to 60. As everybody knows, we bring the wives on every 10. We're getting close to coming next week with the wives. I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to say this this run of 10 has been our best run yet yes. as far as putting the foot in our mouth. Yep. I mean, maybe not myself, but I'm pretty sure you've done pretty good. For what? what do you mean? Not putting our foot in the mouth. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think we yeah, yeah. said we've been, anything we've been that's gotten solid. us in trouble. Uh, actually, I think after like the first five episodes of the last 10, I remember Karina saying something like, you're a liar. I can't wait to come on. Yeah. So. She actually gave me some we'll uh, gave me some attitude when we were at uh, <laughs> Nick and Jenna. She said to me, oh, I'm so busy. My showings. I work. <laughs> and I, I laughed. I that, was like, that's that pretty Puerto good. Puerto Rican swag will get you, you know? And nothing like a couple wives to put you back in place when you're feeling a little somber about that yourself. That is true. Um, so pod bod father figure update. I um, I weighed in right just just recently, and last week I basically reached the goal of nine point six. And I'm not gonna lie, I I took my foot off the gas a little bit. Uh, you need to. I I literally did. Um, and I just I weighed in nine point nine. <laughs> so I'm close. If I get what's today? If ne- the well, 31st. so Friday, oh. Friday I have to weigh in. So that you're definitely my, weighing in Friday. That'll be my final weigh in. Um, and Ooh, I tomorrow's I know the first though. Yeah. So but, why don't you just weigh in and then you're done? Well, as long as I, no, I want to get back to yeah, nine six. You're aware. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I would uh, I'd be disappointed in myself if I've if I got to nine six two weeks ago and couldn't at least get that. I would like okay. to see a nine five, but I'll be happy with a nine six. Yeah. Um, I think you should be extremely happy. I underplayed you the whole time. Um, I think in my head I was like, yeah, his is very difficult. That's a very difficult jump, but. The competitor in me trying to make a little more fun yep. was a little more tough on that and be like, oh, come on, you could do it, blah, blah, blah. It's, I think it's more difficult than I anticipated, so it, it I was. give you credit. It, you know, for me, it's It the, doesn't um, sound like a lot, right? It, no, yeah, and when you're going from... So my official weigh in the very first time, and I think I did myself a disservice because as I look back at my chart, I actually had a 14.7 weigh-in, mm-hmm. but my official one was a 13.8. Yeah. So, um, so I started with 13.8, but I, I was way, as high as 14.7. And getting down to that that ten mark for me it was tough, man. But I just I relied on the um, the habits, and it's kind of it, it's we always talk about compound interest, right? And I said something to my buddy Rich and, and Mark yesterday, and I'm like, I feel like this year I am reaping benefits of compound interest from habitual excellence, right? You, like you, I've you, built. You, I love how you was, get super wordy well, it was on cra- me. But it was crazy though. Like think about that, right? Like say it again. Compound interest from on habitual excellence, th- right? 
Okay. I like right? It. Like when you think about it, because some of these habits now I've adopted for a You're long- like the jacked Dr. Seuss. A long- <laughs> Jack Dr. Seuss. I like that, bro. You are. Because you, like you, you enjoy your words and yeah. you use them to your advantage. But you get but what I'm- very- like yeah, Compound absolutely. interest, right, is something that like happens over time. And the longer you allow something to sit, it compounds. So even for this diet, I felt like, you know, along the way I was losing like 0. 0.6, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.3. Point two. But then like now that the um, challenge is finally complete, looking back, it's like, wow, you know, not, um, I actually wrote it down and I was 80, uh, 80 workouts in today. I finished my 80th workout on my goal to 260. Mm-hmm. Um, so just looking back at the, the habits, uh, same thing in the in the in the work field. Right. Like you get to a point that the um, longevity, I guess, of, of your habits, it builds the momentum and then you finally see results. On that point, you realize that, I guess, professionally, personally, everything, when you have kind of a, a standard, a new yes. standard that you're at and you level off and you plateau at that area, mm-hmm. you're able to push past that at a point. Right. And I think one of the things that you were prepared for is that you've been at that range. Yep. You know, you've been to the 1315 range. So when you were ready to push past that, you're like, oh, that's my low. That's my basement. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to get to the yep. the ceiling. Whereas where I started now mentally, I'm like, all right, well, I need to get to this plateau and maintain it for a couple of weeks, right? So that I know mentally I can push past it. Yep. So it's interesting because I never think, you know, but then it relates to your personal and professional life because you get to like a plateau of where you are and you maintain it, but then you realize, all right, well, n- time to level up to the next. And then one. you have to make the decision: Am I going to stay where I'm at? Yes. And do the same things, or are you going to adopt new systems, alter, like you always say, um, and decide that, okay, I need to move forward, but I have to change something. But the thing is, you can't go backwards. No. Because then that's devastating, because then you got to get to where you were previously, Mm -hmm. and then when you get to where you were previously, then you have to re-plateau. Right. And I think the big thing is like setting that next goal quickly so that you don't go in reverse, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. I am not going to lie, though. I miss the, and I don't know if it's just being a parent now. I miss my glass of whiskey. <laughs> I miss my wine. Well, I can you incorporate that while maintaining? That would Not be an ten, interesting. I don't think I can. I think you could. I don't know. I don't think it'd be worth it for me if I had to. Um, How I many guess, calories sacrifice. are in a glass of whiskey? Let's be very uh, literal here. Like, like ninety. Depend. You, know, you don't think you no. burned an extra ninety calories? Yeah, but then I gotta. I. You know, I'd rather put the extra stuff into like parenting, spending time with my daughter. Oh, oh, you know but what like I mean? you can't have a glass of whiskey. When no, you I'm saying like I was doing this every night. Like I was having yeah, a glass. I mean, 90. So was that over that's the week? That's I believe 400 look, calories. I was open about the vaccination. I have my second shot on Friday. Um, but I think the cure to uh, me not getting COVID was, you know, a little whiskey? glass of whiskey. You it's know? Po- I, I told you uh, <laughs> when, possible, sorry, right? when Dana was pregnant, I went to the doc and I'm like, hey, doc, like should I be drinking alcohol like to prevent us to get like, you know, <laughs> uh, I would say like with her yeah, to prevent us to um, uh, get COVID. And she's like, that's actually the worst thing you can do Uh-oh. because then your, <laughs> your, uh, your immune system is weakened when gotcha. you have alcohol. So I don't know if you've ever experienced, you go out, it's cold out, you're drinking, you're standing outside without a shirt on, you end up getting sick. Wait, wait, why are you standing outside without a shirt on? Like you're at a bar and you wait, don't wear a coat. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You don't wear a coat to the bar <laughs> oh. and then you're waiting for like an Uber. Oh, all right. All I mean, we don't live that right. life anymore, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. back but in the back day. In the day. Okay. But that's why, because your immune system's down and I you're, got you. you're I like am looking forward to So once I freaking weigh in and smash this 9-6 on the scale, I am going to Popeyes. They put a Popeyes by my house, right? I saw. I drive by it. <laughs> yeah, when like I go admit, to. Uh, I, and I haven't had Popeyes. I think I had it once with you for the first time and Chris. And it wasn't a good experience. Oh no, we, we had to, um, Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. So I'm excited for this Popeyes, and I, I've been craving my Oreos and an ice cream sundae. 
Really? And I cannot wait to just enjoy this. You got a sweet tooth, huh? Like oh. Ore- that's, I think, on my craving oh, meter, that's the least craveable for me. Oreos? I'm like more of a like fried chicken sandwich, mm. like nachos, mm-hmm. fried. Like I want the- Talk to me. I want the diners, drive-ins, and dives special <laughs> when <laughs> I go wild. Me. But I'm telling you, man, Friday comes, I see that number. And I'm, it's good Friday. I'm like- Oh, oh, it's going to be a good be the Friday. best Friday. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's good. That's are you good. Uh, are you going to weigh in one final time? So you know, I think I should. Will I? I don't know. Um, I weighed in last week to. If you don't follow the Instagram, go follow. Uh, but I posted. I hit my wall. So I landed at fourteen point four for my right. Is that what I told Something you? Something like that. Fourteen point four. Um, my weight actually came down, so I was 199, which is where I was before we started all this, mm-hmm. uh, but I lost muscle. So what I realized and learned through this last two weeks is that I wasn't as diligent with my protein intake because just lack of organization within a, a busy couple weeks, yep. which is my fault, um, and that I really suffered because I lost like three pounds of muscle. So if I ate enough and did was on track the way I was, you know that number might have been different, uh, still a failure because I don't I wouldn't have hit ten. But at least I would have said like, oh well, this is the equation. I yep. just need more time. Whereas now I need to reset, like have a week where I'm like I'm not eating like an animal. But we had like pizza last night. I had McDonald's over the weekend, where I'm trying to maintain it, stay below fifteen, right, stay in the fourteens, and then get ready for another push. Will you get down to ten percent? So in the past, I've gotten myself <laughs> in trouble by. Going, and we'll talk about this later, going for big goals because I like if I'm doing something with someone, I don't want training wheels on, right? Like if I'm with you and you're farther along the process in much better shape and more experience in an area, I want to try to do what you're doing, right? Like when I was younger, I used to play basketball with my brother and he's older. I never wanted like a handicap. Like even when I golf with people, I hate getting handicaps, right? I need a handicap. I'm not gonna I lie. know, but you feel like you're <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. If I'm going to compete, I'm going to compete. Like yes. I don't need points. I used to get pissed when people would spot you points because then they're right. saying you suck. Yeah. And so anyway, um, in the past, I've it's worked. It's always worked, right? Like I made progress. I'm probably in the best shape of my life I've ever been in, but I failed. But I don't really put too much into the failure anymore because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm making progress. So to answer your question, long story short. I'm going to try to get to 10%. I've underestimated originally and committed to it just so I would take the action. I can do it. I know I can do it. Of course. It just comes do down to organization and the process of eating the right and food. The, and the consistency. I really didn't. I was pretty consistent. I just didn't eat like, like I don't I think usually, you're tra- I You know think what I mean? I didn't your try that. training regimen. No, I think my training regimen was pretty good, surprisingly. I, I think it was. Um, so. I feel can strong. I, can I be honest with you? Absolutely. You can be 100% honest. So I'm a little disappointed in the approach. Uh, how I did it? How you finished. Right. Just because, and, and hear me out, and then you can respond. Yeah. You had a, we had a goal of this number by April 1st or April 5th. Yeah. You, I feel like you accepted the defeat too early, and you still had time to push, and you, you made a conscious decision not to. Because you could have easily, if you wanted to, and you weighed in at that 14-4 or whatever, instead of accepting the defeat at that moment, you could have said, yeah, it's not likely that I'm going to get there, but I'm going to do an extreme, extreme push and try to get down to 13% by you know the deadline. So my thought was, is it worth it, right? Like, is it worth this week being miserable? Um, and sometimes the answer is yes. For me, this week it wasn't. So it was like, I have Easter coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a birthday on Tuesday. I have to shoot a tell Mike sent you. And 
I just had a couple of weeks where I tr- I pushed hard. Like my two weeks, I pushed real hard, and it didn't come to fruition. And that was like if I had the momentum, I would have pushed through. And I realized that it looks like I'm kind of quitting, but that's not at all what happened. It's just I'm realistic. I'm like, listen, if the goal is 10%, I'm not doing it. It's failure. So I'd much rather reset this week, enjoy this week, and then go into the next. You know what I mean? So yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, because I, um, I kind of agree. I, I would say at 14%, you failed. Yeah, absolutely. If yep. it, But to me, if it was like 10-6... Yeah, but it wouldn't have been a failure. I, but because, I'm not even in or that even a round. I know, like I'm not even in the it, ballpark. It right, so right, I, right. I 100 agree. Um, I just wasn't in the ballpark, and I'm like, listen, I and I put in like 20,000 steps multiple days last week, mm-hmm. and I just didn't retain the muscle. So I'm like, shit. Like I, I made a good push, but it just I didn't have the strategy down. It just things didn't fall into place. Where yeah. I'm not making any excuses because I absolutely failed. My strategy wasn't correct. It was all my fault. But you know, I'm happy with the results. Yes. If, and I you look, you yeah, yeah. no, no, you can. And I'll For submit sure. a photo. I'll submit For a photo. Sure. You know, I promised a photo. The shirt's not going to be off because I didn't hit 10. What? When Come we on, when I hit man. 10, I will. Okay. You, you right. have to. I have to. Um, I have to. But I, I have to say, I enjoy setting a goal not knowing if, without thinking it through too much. Remember we talked about mm-hmm. overthinking? Because I said I'm going to go to 10, I was forced to be like frantic to try to figure out how Guns to get blazing. there. So even though I didn't get there, I was shooting for something that motivated me and I enjoyed, and I enjoyed doing it with you. Mm-hmm. And I am very happy that I did it that way, even though I okay. risked yeah. failure yep. and you know, yep. public sense. Uh, embarrassment. There is one thing. Yeah, well, public embarrassment. Well, honestly. I don't really that, get that. that yeah, Which I was going to say, enjoy. That, that doesn't matter. For me, I'm, you're much better, and I've always said this, at handling your own critique of yourself. Like you, You're willing to put things out there. And for yourself, be okay coming up a little short. Whereas I wish I had that a little bit more. And I am so hard on myself that, like, I I beat myself up if I if I weren't to get that, I would have I would I would have been a shambles. Yeah, you know, it would yeah. it would have really been a detriment to my to my confidence. But here's my question: If you said I'm going to get to five percent mm-hmm. and you didn't get there, but you got to like seven, would you beat yourself up? Yes, if you I got would. to seven. But you're saying, really, keep like, in mind, you're setting a goal right. that you said, like, yes, I can do 10. I know I, I have that in the bag time wise. If I said you're going for a goal that you don't know if you can get, mm-hmm. but you're going to try, and you get down to like seven in the same timeline because you went absolutely crazy, you can't be upset with yourself because that's insane. Yeah, but I still think like if there was a proper timeline on it, I'd be able to get closer to. But five. I'm saying if I gave you the same timeline, you yeah. knew it would be a no, long. No, I get, shot. I, I get what you're saying. So I don't know if it's a, a f- I'll call it a flaw in how I set goals. It's worked, so I'm not ready to abandon that. It, but and maybe it's good. I should have said like 14. So. Maybe I should have been like, hey, 15. 15 percent, right? But I don't know. I don't know if that approach for me would be more motivating. Like maybe I wouldn't have pushed. You would have went slow. I don't know to start. You know? Yeah, I get you. I get you. So I, I'm there was one day, though, out. we had a heated conversation, all of us, and I remember you looking in the camera and you were looking at CV and you were <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to get this. We're going to make a gentleman's bet right now. How well, do you I was feel now? Cash down, that's what I'm saying. But didn't. now, how do you feel Listen, like, with that, with, when you go that hard? You have to. You know, and then, but the big thing with me is like, when you're wrong, you're wrong. You have yeah. to admit you're good that, at that you failed. No, you're, you're, you're very but good. But you have to, when you're in it, though, you have to. You have to, yep. Because like you get your best shot, that's part of it too. I don't regret any of that because I try. Like I know in my heart, I did everything I could have. Did you? You, know you think you absolutely? Did, though? 100%. Yeah, one hundred percent. In Except the current, the, what about the training? In though? the current time, I worked with what I have. There were some days I had, and Karina's is going to kill me for this. Oh. I had no time. Like I literally <laughs> squeeze in swamped, stuff. Swamped. He, when he tells me he swamped, no. It kills I, me. But I won't use that term. But <laughs> I literally like if I had. 
you know, a full day of everything, whatever was going on, I literally did as much as I could in my timeline, yep. and that's what it was. So the real the realization of, like, I left everything on the field is I'm mm-hmm. 100% confident in saying that. Now, was it perfect the way I did it? No. I could have maybe ate much better, yep. but in the scheme of things, I just didn't have the bandwidth to put towards – you know, going to that extra level yep. because I didn't, I'm not cooking. I'm not doing this stuff. I'm, so, you know, I picked an angle and I was shot. It, and I just, you know, you fail. True so. gentleman. You handled the defeat well, uh, much better than most. I'll tell you that. So here's the question, right? Like, this is a good story. Oh, this is all good in theory. If I actually get to it in the future, then all that I'm saying now makes sense. If I don't, then I'm all full of shit. right yeah yeah you know so it's like i'm extending my timeline well that's what i'm asking like are you i failed but i'm saying if are you willing to stay on track and try to get down to this 10 percent? so uh nba right yeah if jordan played the pistons and he lost the first year and he didn't go out and win the championship the following year and he talked all that talk yes then he's not jordan right so i'm not saying i'm Jordan. so are you setting yourself up for an all or fugazi type of situation i'm se- <laughs> but i'm not throwing a timeline on it right okay i'm right. trying to get maybe so I it could should. be 10 years are we putting another gentleman's bet on this one it could be 10 years. oh yeah what are you willing to put up against that <laughs> yeah well well so if it's for money i gotta negotiate because in the past when i paid up for a bet about the subscribers i didn't think it through now i'm gonna start yeah nego- like i'm actually gonna put realistic ones right well you have to too because it's it's like an accountability i also thing. Didn't do. We didn't do. Like I didn't know what ten percent looked like. I know, but even me, like when I'm telling you, man, this was not. It was not easy. Like you know, I've always. You might be built better goal wise to knock out stuff like that because you're so organized that you're. You know. But it's it's the same for me. What what where I um where I do well is I I literally have it's the system that I adopt for everything. Yeah. There's no difference if I'm doing a work goal or I'm doing what I just did with the, with the body challenge. And again, was it the craziest goal in the world? No. In the grand scheme of in the grand scheme of things, does it mean anything? No. For I me, it's it a co- it's no. Cool. It, it's a confidence. You'll be able boost. to say that forever. Yeah, but it was a yeah when I'm like 35. percent Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> like, like dude, that's I what I do. It for is the story. Exactly. But it, for me, it's the confidence boost and to to reaffirm that my systems, you know, are are good systems that. Are making progress. Yeah. Um, I do want to speak on on. Um, we we had a great conversation last episode in regards to CV asking us the question, uh, "When is enough enough?" Yeah. And this was like haunting me. Do you think we had people that? Sorry to interrupt you. Do yeah, you no, think people were like, "Oh fuck these"? Oh, are they like screw <laughs> these guys? Um, no, I don't think so because I think people either relate to it or they don't. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like. I still listen to podcasts that I really don't relate to. I mean, it, I listen more on like my leisure time, but then I have my podcast that like I'm trying to like get better personal yeah, like development, a targeted podcast. right? Um, but yeah, for people who don't relate to it, I mean, I think it's fine. It's just like kind of an entertainment thing for them. Yeah. But really, what I was thinking, and I always preach about this like alignment in my life, right? And what I kept thinking about, and I didn't say it because I, the, when a thought happened, somebody else was speaking, and I didn't want to cut somebody off, but it was like haunting me all week to say it. And my, what I really wanted to say back to you when you asked that question, CV, was we're all married men here. Do you ever get to a point in your marriage where you're like, ah, I'm not going to work on my marriage anymore, right? I'm not going to work on the relationship. And if you do, I'm, yeah. I, you know, I know that two of you specifically don't because I know I don't, but it, it's something to think about, right? And it's the same exact approach to anything else in your life. Why would you, when do you ever get to a point that you're just like content? Oh, I'm not going to, 
I'm not going to work on my, my marriage. I'm not going to get that cup of coffee for my wife. I'm not going to do something nice for my partner. I'm not going to do something good for my friend. You never, you never get to that point. Well, I, at least I don't. So when I speak about the alignment, that was something that was on my mind, and it didn't leave, and I had to regurgitate it mm-hmm. just so it would now be off my chest. But does that make sense? It's a good way to look at it. It's, I, think people, I think people do that in certain aspects, right? Yes. Like they just need to, I mean, myself included, like yep. there's certain things that you get complacent about. You just got to keep, I don't know. It's there's no right answer. That's the yeah. thing. It's, no, I, I know, but to but to remove to, to remove it. the savage mindset for people who might have not liked what we were talking about. That's my rebuttal back to you. Yeah, I don't know if it was savage. I mean, uh, you're sometimes. You're, I mean, your chest motions and your hand motions right now are very <laughs> savage. And I'm my, like, wow, look at that thing. My it chest looks like motion. you could hold your microphone. You're distractingly big right now. You can hold the microphone. Big right now. You can get rid of this boom arm and just put the microphone in between your chest. So, <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie though. Sorry. The the uh, part of me being so conscious of hitting the th- up to three, I, I actually upped it all the way up to 320 grams of protein at one point Why for this diet. Yeah, and I can't sustain that because that I don't think is healthy over a long period of time. I don't think people realize how much eating you yeah. really need to do. Like, I didn't even notice it. Right. But the days where you fall behind, like I was doing the one meal a day, which I, I can still incorporate, but it's so much eating throughout yes. a day to try to get that protein with real food. Right. Like, yes, you, you can, can just bang shakes. shakes all day, but it's banging shakes is fine, but it's you also like aren't as full, so it's harder. And supplements are meant to be supplemented into your diet. Is yeah. much. It's a big difference when you're eating steak, salmon, turkey, whatever beans, protein that you eat. But my point just the is that's so much food you ate. Yeah, I know. What did you eat the most of? Like, I saw um, salmon and steak. Salmon and steak. You're every a steak night. guy. Salmon and steak every night. But like, you, what it. were the in between meals? Because uh, just gr- ground turkey and grilled chicken. That's it. That's it. That's see. It. That's where you're. You're. So when I talk to uh, Pump to the Max, Daryl, he said the same thing. He's yeah. like, you got to eat the same. So I'll talk about it today. But one of the things I get fatigued on is measuring everything because if I don't, if it doesn't have calories and stuff on it, because yep. if it's like chicken or something, there's so much extra work. My head yes. goes. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I don't know what this is. Am yep. I going to go over? Am I going to go under? So. By you doing it every the same thing, it's scalable. Yes, which was smart. So I think if I go to that next level, I gotta basically adopt that. And what that does, that next level for me, is the mental toughness piece because it's very easy to just yeah, I'm just gonna scoop this chicken. I'm just gonna scoop this. But it's a discipline. It's You're a removing self, variables. Yes, too, and which it's is self discipline that. And I don't want to weigh this food. I have to weigh it. Now I don't even have to weigh it because I know the amounts. Like if I'm doing two cups of turkey, you know exactly. I know what it is. If I'm doing chicken tenders, grilled chicken tenders, I know that five grilled chicken tenders yeah, will yeah. get me to my number. Um, so I do that every day. And the, like we said before, like I thought my processes, I thought I was ready. I was ready for like a, a busy week, a good push, and they just crumbled. Like they, to an extent, stayed intact, but yep. the dieting uh, f- like intake I didn't, it didn't stay intact I wasn't ready. I wasn't yep. organized. No. It hit I, me kind of like I got punched in the mouth by the week. That happens. Too. And I tried to hold on. You yep. know when you're like, yeah, you're in yeah. a fight and you're like, yep. all right, I think I got a shot. And then you weigh in and you're like, damn, I got knocked out. The, uh, so. Mikey Balboa. Uh, CV, you giving us an update, my brother? The Step King. Can you can you uh, yeah, step I, on I can in? give you a quick little a shorty. Talk to, to us. Talk to There's me. good and there's ugly. Um, <laughs> wait, time out. Before you say anything, that photo you used, awesome. Oh, in the last photo, <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah, like the, right here. So should we look like this? Yeah, should we just look like this? Yeah. All right, so <laughs> <you> rock. <laughs> um, the ugly first. Um, the scale, the scale has not has not shown any progress. No um, proggy. No prog at all, at all. But the positive is that I'm in on my routine now, and it's an everyday thing. I haven't stopped, Love and it. I do feel 
10 times better. So that's the good stuff, the progress. Very good. Beautiful. I love it. That is it. Short and sweet. Yeah, and you're uh, that even the response this week is good because you're like, and I, because you're the positive spin on Yep. It. That's the move. When are you going to get to the point, though, that you have to make, because you still have a crazy amount of time to lose this 50 pounds, right? Is there going to be a place, like Mike, sometimes he likes to be squeezed. He likes to feel, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like yeah. he likes to feel like, damn, I only got four months to do this. Like I might as well push the gas now. When is it going to be like, a non-negotiable for you that like no matter what I do I have to lose two pounds a week <laughs> we gotta get one with the yeah, mouth yeah, I guess. once I run out of excuses okay I right. got a question ready and I'm What's gonna that? put Dave on the spot here yep. if we put up a certain amount of cash mm-hmm. if you hit the goal would no. that motivate you at no, all not at all what what so I what, don't know what motivates I don't know. He, he battles I, a mental dude. I'm self it, yeah? it's I'm a self mental is it like a trip I a trip. What you gonna send me on a trip somewhere? Let's <laughs> Camera gear. Where are you sending me? <laughs> like I. So part of what I think about is like What's everyone's it? motivated in different ways, but if you put something in place, mm-hmm. then there's a little more fun to it. It gets a little more. At, like I know for me, it's always when me and my brother bet money. Yeah, that's when I'm like, all right. Yeah, you I guys always look. go next level. We with used that. to do it all the time. Every year, my dad, too. Well, Every my, year with the holiday, uh, we you guys used to do, do that. One. My dad put up cash yes, for a yes. competition I won because I'm like, oh, I'm not losing that, especially yep. cash. Um, I don't know why, but it's always been something. So my thought was like, if we put something out there, it's it makes it more fun. There's a, a consequence. If there's no consequence, I hear you. My you consequence. My consequence is myself. Yeah, like yeah. knowing yeah, which, that I would that's, no, that's I'm, a great serious. One to have, I'm dead like, serious. Knowing, I don't have myself as consequence. Knowing anymore. that I would put I something like, out there and then not like not do it to me is it, I cringe at myself. Do you cringe at me when I do? No, like that? honestly, really? Because when I look at somebody else, I'm like, yo, I envy that. Okay, I really do because I'm I like, that. I wish that I had this this thing and i don't know where i adopted this from and it is a personal but it's flaw. a good thing it's i don't good. think it's a flaw no, because man, you, it's it's good and it's bad it's because it's, but you have a different model like i just said you put up stuff that you're gonna do like you 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 calculate it right so by you calculating you realize like i can do it well because it's realistic i don't like yeah. unrealistic see and i'm things. the other you way like, which you is like fine so when things. i don't get it i'm like i was unrealistic yeah. but maybe if i adopted a little bit of that and then i'm starting to hit unrealistic stuff yep. and it's a perfect combo you yeah, know maybe sure. you adopt a little bit of this I need it. I'm telling you, man. I, it's it's not. I'm my own worst enemy. When you it comes know to the that. the movies where they like combine people. Yeah. We should have like a superhuman. And you know, <laughs> you, you know what it really is too. Like I remember the very first feeling, and I'm, my dad would probably be able to tell this feeling the best. Happens to be with your favorite sport, CV soccer, football. I was, football. I was fi- football. Don't disrespect. I was five years old, and I lost a soccer match. I was literally like, Dad, I'm never playing again. I'm not shaking anybody's hand. Were you I a sore, sore loser? I was an ex- first I was, of all, I was a sore loser. I'm being honest. I still am a little I'm, bit. I am an extreme sore loser. Yeah. I don't know anybody in this world. And haven't we had this conversation before? Who, besides my wife, because she literally will play a game to lose. Because she's like, ah, oh, yeah, it was fun. Oh. Kudos to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kudos to you. But I can't, I don't like to lose. Who likes to lose? Like, who literally is like, I am so excited that I lost this competition this day this game so my dad at five years old one i did never play soccer ever again but i had to learn okay i have to shake people's hands i have to look them in the face i have to say congratulations but still to this day when i have to do that like i'm in this interview process right and it's still very it's almost leaning towards like i'm not gonna get it i'm gonna be so pissed off at myself i'm gonna be so devastated is it gonna stop me from moving forward no 
But you think I want to see somebody else that's in that job that just took my what I was supposed to get? If that happens, I'm going to be distraught. Yeah. I, so I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah, I, yeah, I just don't fair. I don't like to lose. I really don't like to lose. And I, I envy people, I guess, that can just sit there and be like, you know what? It was fun. I lost. My, uh, <laughs> You know who's the most competitive in my family? Can cool. you guess? Your mom. Right? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Abs- yes, yes. Shh. I remember with the oh fi- my God, even the, dude, even the five Ks you did back in the day, I remember. Shh. So I have to give my mother credit. So she came and helped, or- and my dad as well, but she came to help organize our house because we just got the CO. So mm-hmm. we'll, we can talk about that. So that's good. But uh, she came in. She has more energy than me. I thought I had high energy. Came in hot. Drinks no coffee. She's just fired <laughs> she up. She doesn't all drink time. coffee. No. Wow. And she is wired. That's like, crazy. But she's organ. I mean, I give her credit. But anyway, she's the most competitive yep. in our family. Yeah. No. It's it's interesting, man. And so Callie, I see it. She's very like me when it comes to that. She is the most persistent thing on this planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Karina and I would say we're like I I don't know we're screwed on this one. Yeah, it's oh. good though. That's all good. I guess. So the point being, CV, if you come up with some type <laughs> of uh, competition thing that would uh, we can be involved in, either with con- contribution and bet against or with, uh, or uh, you know do yep. it with you. I'm down. We yeah. just got to figure it out. Yeah. Because I find that's where like the most fun happens, and you actually do things is when there's some type of competition the public knows about it you know people i want to thank everyone throughout this process for being so optimistic yeah. i post like do you think i'm gonna hit the goal yeah. like 80 percent said were, yes yo, i'm like you guys are nuts i'm I not, talk I'm very not gonna lie there were so many people that reached out to me personally devastated no that were you know like wow you know i, I do think he's gonna get it but then there were a couple of them that were like that there's no, no way yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they, like um, Karina's cousin David, right? I'm like, yo, you think Mike is gonna get this? He's like, if he gets this by doing one mile an hour uh, walks and uh, it would have pe- been so funny if I Peloton, did that. Right? Like, yeah, like I, I would have been pissed too. I would have been yeah, like, are yeah. you kidding me? I put yeah. all this strain on my, on my mental, on my body. Um, but maybe if I have a long timeline, I could do it. Because if you chip, you can chip, do chip. It. now. No, now. but I'm saying that way. Uh, oh yeah, I'm but sure. I think the weights are the key. I just it gotta is. make sure the weights. It is. It definitely is. Um, all right. All right. Enough. Sorry, enough okay. of the uh, the rambles. Can we move to? I just really want to want to update you. I guess as a conversation, but had an incredible weekend. Mm-hmm. Incredible weekend. So Karina, Karina wise, life wise, Karina went away. She had oh, a yeah, um, yeah. she had a bachelorette party in Maine with a couple of her teacher friends. Uh, so it was really nice. You know, six girls up in up in Maine. I think it was six teaching class. Um, yeah, yeah. But they were they were all moms, and it was just so nice for them to get away. But obviously, I had the baby. Mm-hmm. So Callie um, actually met my grandmother for the very first time. I saw that. Yes. We haven't seen her since the pandemic started. She was you know, extremely nervous about the whole thing. Didn't really want to step outside until she was vaccinated, feel a little bit more comfortable. So it was her 80th birthday. We took her to Cheesecake Factory. Never been. Heard oh, it's great. crushed Oreo White cheesecake. Is that- uh, we went to uh, the one in Palisades. You crushed, you crushed Oreo I crushed Oreo cheesecake, yeah. No Oreos, he was saying. Oh, or regular Oreos, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a big no, difference. I, I crushed, dude. yeah, I crushed Oreo cheesecake. Um, yeah, we ate like savages. But it was just a nice, uh, a beautiful thing. I caught a nice picture. Oh, I had posted it. Yes, that's what you saw. Um, but it just, just a nice moment that, um, you know, I will never forget it. It's the best. I, I am getting softer in my old age. When you watch, like I'm finding myself enjoying sitting back and looking at the moments. Yes, and like seeing the baby play with the family or like. You know, brother-in-law or brother, or, you know, babies playing together. It's a weird, it's a weird coming of age where you feel like you feel more of an adult. This yes. is the most as the most. I still feel like a kid, but sometimes you feel more of an adult, and those are the moments where I'm like, oh, like I'm getting old. We are very adulty now. 
Adulties, yeah. Adult. <laughs> if you say adulty, you're not. An adult. <laughs> you're definitely not adults. Yeah. If we're if we're saying it's adult, but it's it's a weird. It's very bizarre. This yeah. has been a one of the hardest but most rewarding and uh, transformative. I said it last time, but transformative years. I think ever. Absolutely. But maybe that's every year from now on. Yeah, know? it could it could be. Um, yeah, because every every new stage is just like a new because you've never been through it before. Yeah, and you never really hear people talk about it, but then I guess when you actually sit down and talk to people and you ask them about it, they say the same, same stuff. Same stuff. But they just right. don't. It's weird having this platform to talk about these We have an opportunity to document it. Because wild. a lot of people don't, right. and they, it's an internal, I don't know. It's weird. It's inter- It's been a bizarre year. Yeah, it, it has. Um, current events? Current events. Uh, do you want me to lead off? You take us. So I, I didn't know about this like through, I don't watch any news, right? Like I get my news through Dana telling me what's going on, or like Patrick Peck David, or yep. like someone else talking about it. So I was listening to them, and they were talking about uh, Lil Nas X. He did a collab with Nike. I don't know why I've been on a collab kick. It's, be careful of the verbiage, I think. I do not think it's an actual collab with Nike. Is Nike going to come sue us? Because Ni- it's good no, promo. No, not, not sue us, but Nike so he did took not Nike back shoes. that. Right, correct. He took Nike shoes. He put in uh, like red dye and then put one drop of, drop blood. of blood in That's each. Which, That's weird. Smart. It's kind of savage. So, but I, I don't know him. I don't know his music. I don't know anything. I just know that he is always in the news. I know he's like his song Old Town Road was the most streamed ever. But explain the purpose of the, um, is well, it a demonic thing? Yeah, so it was like they're called the Satans. And then, uh, well, my the end of my phone number is 2666, which I have to get oh, changed. Oh, wow. Because it's been like that forever. And when we got married, the priest was like, what's your phone number? And I was like, nine four zero two six six sixty six. He looked at me. I'm like, yeah, I got to get that changed. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he did this uh, with um, mischief is like an art company or something. Yeah, I believe so. Well, whoever he, he did a thing. Mm-hmm. He sold six hundred sixty six of these shoes. It was to promote a song where he gives Satan a lap dance. Something crazy. Um, but my point is, like, he's all over the news. He has parents in a tizzy, which if you look back, uh, there's a doc called Supermensch, and it talks about the guy who promoted for a bunch of bands and like Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. And he says, which Lil Nas X is executing, the more you can get parents to hate you, the more famous you'll be as a performer because kids do what the parents don't want them to do. Mm. So by being the enemy number one, you are going to be relevant and kids are going to be diehard for you which i'm not saying it's good or bad but i'm saying that's how it is yeah so by him doing this angle and pitching the story of like these are the satan shoes 666 uh drop of blood like marketing wise you have to appreciate the skill he's a he's a genius like um takashi but my right you you know what i mean yeah yes yes but my daughter will not yes which is fine i'm not saying you have to support it i'm just saying if you took take a look at it and just look at for what it is his strategy is pretty he executed pretty well because apparently they sold how much i was gonna uh, say how much holy water in the shoes and they did really well how much how much uh for each pair they were too expensive i don't remember oh 1060 like a thousand sixty because okay. there's some uh, thing in uh, the Bible talking about seeing Satan mm. for a scripture. Okay. But point being, hair on me. if you don't learn anything, there's a guy on eBay. He bought a bunch of random things, and he put a story to the items and then resold them for like 10 times the amount. People buy stories. Yes. So when you sell anything, if you can attach a, a storyline to it, that's the move. Like no snooze. Exactly. Right? It's a story. So when we go public, I mean... Well, that's the whole thing. It's like <laughs> when you wear a hoodie, it's not you're not just wearing the brand. You are the brand with us. Mm-hmm. You are 
getting up, your adversity, your you know, you have a huge chest, you're flexing, you have a beard, <laughs> you're ten percent. You fail at your ten percent goals. <laughs> like you're you're a part of the the movement in the community you, versus just wearing a shirt with a logo. Dude, you keep seeing me reach at my neck. I feel like I have one of Karina's hairs like wrapped. Does that ever happen to you when you wake up and like your wife's hair is on? Your you hair might be longer than Karina's in be. your beard. Oh, okay, question, random. Are you done with the? Sorry, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not rushing. I don't want to cut you off. So I always get this thing when the weather gets nice. I have a thought that I want to shave my beard. What, what, right? Okay. It just happens. It's just something that always, always, always happens every year. Because you're hot? <clears throat> no, just because like th- when the sun comes out and it's nice and um, you know the birds are chirping. Like I just feel that it's it's time for a little change and the beard is more wintry. So every like okay. summer season, I debate shaving my beard. You change your hairstyle and usually more than yes. any woman or like, <laughs> more than any actress. Woman. Like you, I think you'd like something new. Yes, I do. And growing it back out, I think you like the process. Of I do, but it. I regret it every single time that I do it because my chin goes away. It's like I don't have a chin. I think if you do it, you got to put it a link to something where <laughs> and, people can participate. And then, yeah, should I just do beard content as it grows back? Yeah. I don't think I can shave it, though. What do you think? Listen, I wouldn't if I had that 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 uh, <laughs> that blessing on that my blessing. chin. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't matter if he cuts it off. It'll grow back within like yeah, three, four yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> like the, but it's I, back to normal. I remember when, when I shaved, though, CV looked at me like I was an alien. Well, I, w- I remember what I said to you, which this is a little bizarre to say, but I'm like, you're hiding some good lips under there. Like, oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like <laughs> it's distract. So it, by contrast, they look yes, small. Yes. But then when they come out, they're like pop. But I don't know if it's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, weird. Not random, weird. random stuff. That's but it's not also my... maybe how you take photos, right? <laughs> just a uh, duck face um should i shave my beard <laughs> I just... i've tried to grow it out multiple times and i enjoy the process but no you, when i look back you at stop. photos you end up stopping. it's too itchy like my like skin it. goes nuts yeah so i would have to but I, I just i the clean shaven look i think is a life for me until maybe one day you know i go on a hiatus and i'm actually able to grow <laughs> it come back like uninterrupted a, yeah. come back with a sick beard Imagine, yeah, exactly. Imagine like he comes back ten percent with a sick beard. Sick beard. Is that the clue? <laughs> that's maybe the, that's the maybe goal. like pulls fat. From that's your body the goal. Into um, your beard like so a shoe pet. I thought of you on my current event, by the way. Oh God, what so, could it be? I, have you ever heard of the Ndrangheta Mafia? It's like the mafia, the organized Dragons? crime. No, in Italy. Uh, so I wanted <clears> to watch a show about it, but yeah, you know, in, 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 in Calabria, show. right? So I'm Cal- back, b- back in the day, Uncle Tony. Uncle Tommy. Oh, uh, the, it's a you know my prequel, Tony. right? What? No, prequel no, no, it's not to... a movie. This is a real thing. Oh, I thought it was a prequel. To no, Sopranos. no, no, no. I'm just saying, my uncle Tony, yeah. my uncle Tommy, oh, my Tommy, uncle Vinny. Yeah, yeah, I know Tommy. We would we would sit around and you know we would talk a little, <laughs> a so little funny. Drangheta Mafia stories. So there's this guy. Wait, wait, since... wait, 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 wait. You can't skip over. We mean Drangheta, Ma- like the... not they, not them being in. They would just tell me. <laughs> would okay, you have a heart okay, attack. Yeah. They would just tell me stories about this mafia in calabria okay um so there was just uh a personal like i guess connection because i've heard of it like growing up right and they always used to scare me with these stories or whatever so i'm like running through the current events and i see this one pop up and this guy since 2014 he is he's a member of the drangheta mafia and he what does ha- that mean drangheta sorry to interrupt um you. i don't that's a good question All i right. should have i should have we'll, we'll i should have probably we'll but it. It, it's weird it has an n first that's like, Ndrangheta Mafia. 
Okay, right. go ahead. We should, we should link the pronunciation too because mm. I'm fucking it it's up. It's gonna be here. way off, right? Um, but so this guy he fled because he was about to get caught for whatever being involved in the organized crime, and he fled to Dominican Republic mm. since 2014, living a very quiet life in the Dominican Republic. He has a passion for cooking Italian style dishes. He thought it would be a good idea to create a YouTube channel, <laughs> but not show his face. Hilarious. So this thing gets this big, body. right. So this thing gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now the feds are on to him for like the past two years, but because he doesn't show his face, the proof was like tough. But then one time he would slip up and he would show a tattoo. So this dude got caught because of his love and passion for Italian style cooking. So it just made me think that one day, if Mike is fleeing the country and he is doing these episodes of telling Mike sent you in another in another uh, area of the world, but not showing his face, yeah. that we would be able to identify you by the ten percent body, body fat. fat. Well, I don't have any tattoos. And right, and then, but that's where he went wrong. Can you believe that my man got caught because of YouTube? Do you remember uh, the Microsoft Surface commercials where it's just the upper body? Yes. And it's like them. Yes. Is that what it reminds yes. me of? A exactly. You would get caught immediately because oh. you just have like, the <laughs> bottom of your beard, all your tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to know. My right? face it's isn't a, it. Yeah, I'm not there. But how funny is this? But he, you should see the way. Is the food good? Yeah, he was cooking. He's so passionate about this stuff. And the fact that he was dead serious about putting like was this he talking YouTube in it channel. No. Oh, so it was no. just his body, yes. but you could see like yes. his like. Well, it was a zoom in on the actual dish itself, on the pot and stuff. We gotta watch this. So video. he's throwing the cheese in, he's mixing the pasta, he's doing all this <laughs> nice stuff. But then he'll walk away from the camera, but his like legs would be on That's there, hilarious. and he has like these calf tattoos that like were noticeable. So the feds caught on, and they ended up knocking on his door and catching him. That's amazing. Right? That's How one of the best. Your current event game is a one. <laughs> How funny is that? A one. Oh man. Did Kanye get a uh, rye? Not yet. Every right. time I see Rai, I'm like, oh, it's Yay New <laughs> That's York. Yay. It's Yay New York. Yay New York. <laughs> yay Kanye. Oh, man. Um, no That's a good one. No snooze reckies? Yes. I have. Um, you want me to start or you start? Yeah, you start. Where, yeah. where are you hiding it today? Because so you got no. Uh, it, is, it is in the pocket here. Let me bust out. Oh, I didn't my know you little, could get into those pockets. Yeah. It comes in a little package here. Uh, can I make a comment? Yes. Sorry, before you Go start. Ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I got my suits tailored, right? Mm -hmm. And. I'm now you're screwed. <laughs> well, a couple things. The jackets are loosey goosey, which is fine. Like I, I think you need to commit to the to the size moving forward, which has not worked in the past. Right. But my guy tailored my pants. They're all Johnny High Hoppers now. <laughs> I'm like, so I've Johnny had multiple people. I've had multiple people say like, "Did you have a growth spurt?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my brother hit me with it. A couple clients, and really? I, I so I lean into it. I'm like, "Yeah, I need to show off the socks." Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, these it, don't fit anymore." <laughs> I don't know what happened. Wait, but why would you get longer? No, they. So they when he measured them. He did a little, uh, but that no is cuff. proper, by the way. I don't know. It is proper because if be... I stand up, mine, mine are I think the same length. You know what it is because I think I finally put a hole in my belt loop. Yeah, where I can actually, I need new belts too. Um, I can actually tighten it. It's actually riding where it should be versus hanging a little low. Gotcha. So I think it was an error on mine on the front. But anyway, go some ahead. of the kids, they uh, like at work if they see me. I caught them a couple times, and I was walking down the hall, and yeah. one of them pulled their pants Alecchio. all the way up, tucked in shirt. Started walking down the hallway like that. How do you feel that you're going to be influencing a whole generation of kids that are going to like? There's going to be a lot of little kids running around that are look just like you. <laughs> like, remember be, Dave, Mr. Regina used to be huge. That remember would be him? Good. That would be good. Um, so I got the Roke Action Rings, 
R O Q action. Roke, Ringed. like woke. Roke, yeah, R O Q, but but like woke doesn't yeah. get spelled like that, does it? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, these are silicone bands. Absolutely perfect for the gym. Um, I use it when I travel, and they come in different colors. I have a uh, four-pack here, but there's only three in it because I was missing one this morning. Mike has one here. I'll show you what it looks like on the finger, but extremely comfortable. Literally cannot even feel that it's on your finger. This became a game-changer for me in the gym because I do a lot of pull-ups. I usually work out with my ring, but then the ring was digging into my yeah, I have that. calluses. Yeah. Right? I I don't know if you do pull ups. So let's be honest. Listen, I just listen, I just push through the pain. <laughs> let's not get crazy. But perfect for traveling. Perfect for the summer. Right? We live on the lake, so, yeah, so you, you don't, don't have to. Yeah, ring. you don't have to worry about losing the ring. Because um, sometimes my ring feels like a little big on me. I don't know why. Well, the uh, in the cold, I think he or gets the body loosey. One, one, or yeah, it could fat. be body fat. Could be. How much body fat is on your right, fingers? Right. So, I, and I wear a size ten, um, but it actually I found, fits me nice. Yeah, I found this company. Um, I think I found them on Amazon because you can get it on Amazon. But I bought it at uh, RokeAction.com. R O Q A C T I O N dot com. I bought a four pack. Guess how much? Ten bucks. Twelve ninety nine. Oh, I was right. Twelve ninety nine for the listeners. You know, Davey Deals always comes. What is the promotion, Davey? Always comes with it. Type in Welcome10 at checkout, and you will receive 10% off your order. So it's a it's a great um, great looking band, honestly. Like, here, here it is with even a nice watch on. Um, just extremely durable. They have it in um, men's and women's. It's great. You know what it's great for, too? For swelling. Like, during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Right, not that I know what pregnancy, but I was a little swollen myself. But uh, even even for women, when they when they get swollen, it's a great it's a great thing, and there's no no worry about it. I mean, God forbid you lose it, no big deal. Um, so it's just something that I wear pretty much every day in the gym. You know? I, listen, I like it. I used to tie my ring to my uh, shoe when I played basketball, just yep. so I didn't lose it. Mm-hmm. Because every once in a while, it would slide off, or I mean, I discleated my pinky pretty badly, and if that ring's on, yep. ring's gone. You know. So you can have that one. That one's for you. Appreciate it. Uh, you know what? The, I'm just going to fight through the pain when yeah. I work out. <laughs> I'm just going to be. No, I'm not going to be. All right. Fine, what, what's live. next? Are you going to wear gloves when you work out? <laughs> Never. Never. Yeah. What do you do? You look down Never. at people that I, wear gloves. I, what, if they, what if they do stuff with any their hands? Any man. Like they massage. Any. Or let me look into the camera here. Any man. No, don't do it. Who wears gloves don't in the gym? Do it. You are soft like wet flowers. What? Yeah, just extreme. Wet flowers. Yeah, like, think about that. A wet flower. I would, like wet bread would be. Oh, that's soft. even better. You yeah. are soft like wet bread. Absolutely atrocious. I'm embarrassed for you. Wait, I am wait, wait, embarrassed wait. to be your friend. So, where do you draw the line? Because what? you know how they have the wrist straps to help with pull ups and okay. stuff? What do you think about those? Wrist straps when you're deadlifting, and you better have at least 405 on the bar. So Got that's it. four so there's plates. A there's a purpose for that. That's like uh, a weight belt. If you walk around, with yeah, a, yeah. Talk to me about thing. weight belts. You walk Go around on with, a rant, Dave. If you walk around with a weight belt, not putting weight on your belt. I'm talking about like an actual, um, yeah, like to, to lifting keep your belt frame. You better be deadlifting some heavy shit. You better be squatting some heavy shit because if you're walking around with your gloves on, your wrist wraps, and your actual belt, you're soft. Wow. Okay. There's a time and a place to use it. 
I apologize for the rant. No, I like don't it. work out with me if you come show up with your gloves on. So my favorite, uh, one of my favorite receivers was uh, Wayne Corbett, and he would never wear gloves okay. for football, right? So I tried to adopt that. Freezing. I don't know if it's Free- the right move. <laughs> you know what it is, too, for me, because I used to wear gloves? Not going to lie. <laughs> After <laughs> not gonna, all that. Not going to lie. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I thought you wore gloves. You know, well, I, Were the fingers back, cut out? Back in the day, back in the day. No, don't, no, don't that's, that's terrible. The, the difference is, once I realized that I couldn't pick up the same amount of weight with the gloves and without the gloves, I immediately stopped really yeah wait why because it's 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 harder to harder because there's a bigger yeah so as soon as i figured that out i'm like i can't be doing that because you rely on the actual glove itself and you can't lift the same amount of weight with a without a glove than with it i used to like the straps because you can get a little more torque and connection but then that's a purpose that that's a purpose when you're lifting heavy weight but you're kind of cheating because you're i don't know but the reality is on a a heavy heavy deadlift it allows you to not focus on the pain in your hand but you got Really right? Focus Isn't that a part form. of everything? Is like I agree. You're there's a saying like the weakest link in a chain is you're only as strong as your weakest link right. of a chain. Right. So like if your forearms are weak and right. you can't lift, you can't lift it. So I always right? I, we used to have a challenge. Right? I don't know. I don't know what the right answer. We used to have a challenge and it would be a 315 pound deadlift, not crazy weight on a deadlift, but heavy. Yeah. And we would do it for repetitions, and we would only do it without the gloves. This was yeah. when I was working at House of Sports as a sports performance specialist uh, with all the athletes. So it was just a nice challenge that really built up the strength, it, and it, it's a mental toughness thing because you literally will rip your hands. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. If you wear gloves, I don't mess with you. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, so a uh, minor gloves. No, I'm just <laughs> I will. My be recommendation. So, I will be mortified. That I feel bad. So funny. I will feel bad for people though if they come up to me in the gym and they have gloves on and they're like, "Damn, I listen to." Your All right, podcast. so that's what Dave thinks about. <laughs> whatever works works. Like, keep doing your thing, and if you're happy, you're happy. Thanks, yeah, my, Dave. Mike. Obviously, look. If somebody were to wear gloves in the gym, it would be Mike. I, I listen. I would mess with it. I, I would mess I with could it. see you get another brand new pair of gloves. You know. I like. Uh, I no, like, I'm just kidding. Your gloves are perfect. I love it. You're perfect. Uh, wow, love that rant. Uh, special thanks to Manny and Mike, by the way, at uh, GNC. They found Greenwich. you, bro. No, you know what? Manny got in my head. He listen. said, "Listen, you're gonna get to 14, then you hit that wall, because that's where the real, like, it gets real difficult." He was right. Wow. I hit 14. What does Manny and uh, Michael look like? Uh, Manny's younger guy. Nice. I'm gonna pull up on them. You want you uh, come with me? Should They're I just great. Pull up? I like them a lot. Uh, Mike's a cool dude too. Older guy, you know, great shape. He he was trying to encourage me. He's like, dude, that's so great. Like you're at 14. What'd you start at? I was like 23. He's like, still great. Like he was trying to help. Yep. Uh, he but he hit me with the but like you know, 13 to 10 is serious. Like you're not. He knew. <laughs> He's like, you're not. Like that's serious. <laughs> you're yeah. not serious. But good dudes. But uh, but anyway. So uh, on that note, I got a a scale which I used a weight scale. I think that's the scale that the uh, mafia was using that got my <laughs> yeah, boy that got my boy caught. I listen, don't know. multi-purpose <laughs> for this thing, depending on what you want to use it for. Uh, what I did, I weighed out food with this, right? Is it gonna? Let's see how durable it is. Hold on. Yeah, I on. dropped it. Oh yeah. So I walk in and I have coffee, water, and then this in my hands, and I drop it <laughs> on CV's floor like no one's dropped anything on the floor <laughs> twice. Uh, and this baby, durable, works like a charm. Can it hold me? It can hold you. Uh, <laughs> The big thing that I like about it is that it's so easy. It's very. It's two buttons, right? It's got a thing that sets it back to zero. So when you weigh something out and say you want to scoop peanut butter, you put the peanut butter on it. Mm. You you call I forget what it, you rip it. I think it's called rip. You put it to zero, and then as you take the peanut butter out of the jar, it goes negative. But then you could tell how many grams are in it, right? Gotcha. So the biggest thing that I liked about this, I'm not saying use it every day for everything, but it gives you an idea of how absurd serving sizes are sometimes. Yes. Like, 
if you really go on a peanut butter kick, like I used to, you I can do. put down like a thousand calories casually. Easy in peanut butter. Yeah, because yeah, two tablespoons is 180 calories. Or yeah, like, like the 10,000 ca- 10, calorie challenge. Just give me a jar of peanut butter and, and let a me go box to of pasta. Easy, easy. Oreos, yeah. box of Oreos. <laughs> so it's interesting because you never have a reference. You just know, like, oh, this is bad. This yeah. is good. But it's it's an interesting exercise that I can't encourage people enough. The biggest thing I think I take away from all this weight loss challenge thing is this: there's a reason all of these fitness athletes measure everything. Right. It's because the difference between hitting your goals and not hitting your goals <laughs> are on here. And I clearly didn't use this thing correctly enough. <laughs> but it's interesting. I, I, yeah. It's a great experience. I, this is on Amazon. AccuWeight. Uh, I think it was like twenty bucks. I think it's like nineteen ninety five. No good. deals. It's Amazon. Everything's a deal. <laughs> uh, Pay what it costs. Do you have a weight scale? Yes, I do. What do you have? It looks just like that. I don't know what which. Uh, Dave's got the same one. Which, all right, <laughs> Dave's got the same exact one. Uh, but it's uh, listen. The more, like I said before, the more data you can give yourself, the more data points. Uh, yep. I found myself like you being more comfortable and eyeing things. Mm-hmm. And then I would check, be like, am I close? Yes. Just like a game. Yep. And you get pretty close. Yes. But you do, if you do, part of a trick I used was like, if I'm estimating and in a rush, I undershoot everything. So like I'll round up. So if I think something's like this many grams, mm-hmm. I'll round up a little bit yep. to make sure I stay under the calorie goal. And the, the scale is great because even for me, like when I do eyeball it and I'm close, if you're off by 15 grams of protein every time, it's a lot. Yeah. It ends up becoming a lot. So when I was shooting over 300 a day, like it was, that was mandatory, you know? And they lie to you. Like Why? Were they bread lying? and stuff. If oh, you yeah. look, like actually weigh tortillas, way off. <laughs> like they're like, <laughs> oh, way it's off. 60 uh, calories. And you weigh it and it's one and a half servings. You're Ooh. like, oh, wow. Like this is full. I'm this is gazy. The FDA don't gotta, trust anyone. The FDA's got to step their game up. Oh, by the way, my these rings are FDA approved. What is that? How crazy mean? is Can that? You eat them. Food and Drug Administration. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. supposed to. No, it's them? the actual silicone of it. Oh, that was one of the highlights I missed. But whatever. That's a good highlight. Yeah. So oh. that's mine. So here, look. Awesome. Let's see how much is left. That's good stuff right there, my brother. All right. <clears throat> how much was left? What was it? No, I don't know. I don't know how to use this thing. Um, so let's. <laughs> I don't. Know. Never used it before. Let's recommend it. That that and Dave's bagels. Go get it. <laughs> that was the funniest the thing. The bagel. Ever, the bagel. Uh, yeah, that's the other. That's thing. gonna it's be like, your new nickname. Bagel. The bagel. I don't know. Until you get the, down the to ten percent. No, I, need, <laughs> I don't know about I need, that. I need something more demeaning. The bagel. I don't know. A wet we'll bagel. Figure out the Ooh. wet bagel. <laughs> wet bagel is pretty bad. That's terrible. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Uh, all right, let's dive in a little bit deeper to accepting defeat. Right, As I said, tough subject for me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. 
Um, When's the last time you were defeated? So this is what I was going to talk about. No, seriously. I had to really think about this because defeat for me is like failure. And it's something that I really try not to do. And I only really do it if I completely stop and give up on things. That's like true defeat. Because if I try my absolute hardest and I make a lot of progress towards something and come up a little bit short, that to me is not failure. That's where we differ. That's the fall versus the fail, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But believe it or not, and this is something I have not shared, I don't think, I have a lot of business fails and defeats, especially as a want-to-be entrepreneur. Mm. Like, I have three specific examples that as I was talking to Karina, when I made a joke, I'm like, well, this is going to be a tough conversation because daddy doesn't fail. But (laughs) but I was kidding, obviously. And I'm like, you know, help me, like, think about this. Let's talk through this. So I actually started a hat company. The Brim King. Called Brim King. Yep. Right. I remember it. And I invested in this thing. I ended up buying like $1,000 worth of product, um, spoke to some people in terms of like wholesale, had a bunch of things like on tap, logo created, LLC created, um, and just even talking about it to the point that I was putting it out there and I was even selling, you know, a couple hats. And it didn't take off the way that I wanted it to take off. I got in my head about it. I allowed my systems to fail because I saw that, you know, my progress, I get I wasn't making the progress that I needed. This was at a time in my life when I feel like all of my energy was in that fitness world, so I was still applying it to fitness, but my alignment was extremely off. Right? So that was one of the first projects that like I really identify as true defeat. Like that project really defeated me, and I didn't even learn anything from it. Mm. I, uh, you did. Mm, what? What did I learn? You learned not to buy a thousand of anything and and wait until you had sales, oh, which yeah. we did in yeah. the second round. That, so, yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yes, yeah. in, in that in that aspect, yes. But in terms of like my, my confidence was shot. I was embarrassed to even talk to people about it. I still have the fucking hats in my like in my house. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a little promo. Yeah, on, uh, just just start selling hats. selling yeah. Brim King. Um, then there's another one that I could think of, and then I'll I'll let you. Or, well, you're kind of still the Brim King because so here's the first thing I want to challenge you to think about. Go ahead. The, the all like wearing your hats while you're working out, you do all of this again in no snooze, but a different application. So you you started to do stuff that you're just translating to the next thing, mm-hmm. right? Is, am I uh, am I shaking too much? Oh, oh um, you, you lean I need something that follows me, like uh, Britney Spears. You know when she performs, <laughs> so it just stays with you. Britney's a weirdo. These uh, days. No, 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 let's not free Britney. Um, so <laughs> hashtag free Britney. Put it down. There. <laughs> Put it down. There. Link in a bio so the whole time. Free Britney. <laughs> Uh, I actually never watched a doc, but I. It's so good. Uh, there's so many but things so I don't weird. actually watch, but people tell me about, so and then I make a decision on it. I watch, and it. I'm like, I'm not even gonna watch it, but free Britney. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just you're you've done that right, but it's not. It is failure. You got defeated. You lost, but you're you're you tried things. It's like the light bulb conversation with Thomas Edison. I figured out ten thousand. You yep. figured out a way not to sell hats. So that the next time, right? Like, so yeah. the next time you're like, all right, well, I'm never buying that many hats again. Right. Right, A. Mm-hmm. B, like, all right, well, that didn't work. Let's try something new. So um, I I get what you're saying, but yep. the way you look at it is wrong because you said, like, I didn't learn anything. You learned a ton. Yeah, but you get – so, yes, I guess you're you're right and things not to do. But this was a complete confidence – like disaster for me. Yeah, but you 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 got back up and you did something else. Yeah, so but extreme defeat. Well, this is after then I did another thing. Yeah, what's the next one? So this is good, and this was good. This was my beard oil. Wait, you had a beard oil? I had a beard oil, and it was called. You know, Thor. What your first mistake was you didn't reach out to me to ask about things because I would have been all about you. Listen, 
I this was like this was you know years ago when I started the the hat thing and then the I was on this like I want to be an entrepreneur but didn't realize like how difficult it is to be a successful entrepreneur and it's hard to really be all in as an entrepreneur when you still are in a full-time world like mine working weekends every yep. every weekend yeah. like I didn't even have the that was my first flaw yeah I I thought that I was going to be able to manage everything at the time and I just my my time management was atrocious yeah which I, it's but that's all the clubs yeah right? yeah um I, you're right, I guess. So what was the beard oil? <clears throat> so I never heard about this. So this and, and first off, where's mine? Maybe and this, that's why. <laughs> and this one is hair. good. This one is real good because I've always had this nickname in the barbershop, right? And it's Thor. That was the that was the nickname that they gave me. I walked into this barbershop ten years ago. Did you have a white plains Irwin's barbershop? And you know, they just called me Thor. Like, you, know, I, you look like Thor. Because at the time I had long hair. Yeah, that, yeah. At the time, and I walked in, like right, and I walked in, and I had like uh, it was the summer, and I had walked from the old apartment. You remember my old apartment in yep. White Plains? So I had walked outside, and I was like in like flip flops, backwards hat, back baby tassel gear. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Um, beater on, and walked in the barbershop. Right, <laughs> happens to be an all African American barbershop. I walk in. I wish like, there was a better nickname though. Like, like I, Thor I, makes sense. Can like, I get a cut? I think there's a little more creativity in there. Well, I don't know. So it just stuck though. Okay, and, yeah, I, yeah. and there, that's just what it Some is. Some of those best till, are simple ones. Till this day. I call Irwin to make an appointment. Thor, what's good? Right? Like, it's just a it, it's just a thing. So, I uh, came up with this concoction of the beard oil products that I was using. And I ended up buying small bottles. I think I bought 500 of them. This was another mistake that I made. So I, I love the, the commitment, though. Yeah. Like, I'm so, going to buy 500. Another mistake. Um, wasn't really thinking about the name at the time. I'll get there in a second. Um, so, I was putting my energy into the wrong places is my point. Um, go so far to go have conversations with local barbershops, give them sample bottles. Um, I gave, I want to say, four or five different barbershops, little vials for samples for people. But at the time, I didn't even have actual product to give out. So when the feedback actually was decent, I got a little overwhelmed because people liked the product. Mm -hmm. And I still have the recipe. And it was a, it was a very strategic, thought-out recipe that I actually used myself. right? So that's why I did it. I ended up naming it THOR. And the acronym was The Honest Oil Recipe because everything else, right? Because everything else that I saw, I would read these products and I I didn't even understand. Like, why why is xanthan gum in my beard oil? Like, all these weird, you know. I put that in my body. (laughs) Well, I do too, in Cool Whip. I eat a lot of Cool Whip. (laughs) Cool Whip. Um, So, you know, it had a great name to it, great ring, come up with like a nice logo with a guy who kind of looked like me, backwards hat, tactical baby gear. You know, (laughs) big beard. Um, And it just ended up dying on me because, again, the progress, even did a couple pickup orders, right? People would come to my house, pick this up. Um, Again, touch space with four different barbershops. They accepted it. And then I did not, it it came a turning point. I needed to invest a little bit more money because I I was out of the actual product. My price point was a little off. I was lowballing it, um, whereas I should have been charging more for it. But at the time, I was like, whatever. But then I had to make a decision, and it was like, all right, I need like, you know, probably $1,000 to put into this right now to make sure that I can even fulfill this stuff. Died. Yeah. I didn't know about any of this. Yeah, man. I don't think a lot lot of people... No, it's not impressive. Why is it impressive? Uh, The fact that you put a recipe together, branded it, got 
you I mean that's you, you yeah, that right I know you're getting uncomfortable yeah, but it's weird. a lot I of people don't, don't even take that shot or get that far what's funny now that you say and there's nothing wrong in being like I don't think this is the route right like yeah. you like it's not bad to cut ties on stuff that doesn't well that's what out. I did and in reality it's, it's not it's not over it's not dead yeah, I mean right now is it's dormant yeah and, but it was extreme know. and the recipe fire I don't I know about honest though the but, honest well so my I was I was hair handling no hair I was oil. but I was handling a problem like yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a need. It's the, something you would buy. The problem you for me was I would I really wanted to grow my beard, but when I would grow my beard out, I had a problem of this like any product I would use, it, it would still get very dry and I would flake, right? And I have extremely dry skin. So I started reading all these ingredients and really looking at what like promotes not only promotes the growth but nourishes the skin underneath the beards. But then I would read the products and I would see all these things and I'd Google it and they'd be terrible, right? So I'm like, why is it, they're, they're branding this so wrong. Like, mm -hmm. I just want this to be the honest oil recipe. I mm -hmm. want to tell you what's in it and that's it. And it was called Thor because of obviously the nickname. I think there's a opportunity in the future for you still. Oh, there. look, man, if we want to invest, we want to, you know, make <laughs> this, it, this is his pitch. Make it a part of no snooze. Here we go. But for me, honestly, when you just said I'm getting uncomfortable, I'm getting extremely uncomfortable because yeah. the way that I handled it was I just let it die. Right, I let it die, and I never discussed it again. When Karina would bring it up, I'd say, "Don't talk about it." Uh, you know what I mean? I wouldn't. This is the first time that. Hey, I'm, well, it's hard to talk about that stuff. I'm because literally then you're, discussing. You're this. talking about stuff that you realized didn't pan out, but you took a shot. You were vulnerable. And there's certain people that I like pulled in a room to like get them to like try to invest in this, and they were about it, and then like never followed up with conversations because I let it die. So that's part of the reason, like I never ask for investments anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just all my own money because right. well, I don't want to talk what to I people learned. about yes. it. Which is fine. I mean, I don't think that's wrong by any means. But for me, if I'm gonna take so many shots and fail a lot, yep. I can't be failing on other people's dimes. Which right. is fine. Which it didn't sound like you did anyway. No, I, I never ended just, up taking you were just money. Ideas but I would hype people. people up. I would yeah, hype which people is up. I mean, listen. People would literally hit me up like, "Yo, when is this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's dropping soon. Dropping soon. Dropping soon." And then boom. Do you let feel? It, let it die. Do you feel like with no snooze, you've uh, gave yourself credibility because it's an, an actual idea? That has come to fruition and by some extent is already successful. Yes. Do you feel like lightness in that now? You, you know what it is too? The the other the two things that I mentioned specifically were too specific. Specific is really good, right? But like when I speak about the alignment, like that's no snooze, right? No snooze yeah. is a lifestyle. Yeah. Something that I always wanted to adopt in my life, didn't really have it with the journey, the two, three, well, the two of you guys plus me is three of us. Well, it, you're kind of like two people. So, no, <laughs> so four, of, four us. of us. It has become something that, I, I'm so passionate about because this is what I wanted my life to be. Not that I'm anywhere near, you know, yeah. where we want to be, but yeah. the lifestyle of no snooze and the mindset, it's something that will never I'll never stop that mindset. But my point being is like you have these things that you try and then there's something that pans out to an extent. Yes. Where at least you could be like, see, I wasn't crazy. Yes. Like I yes. I had this vision. We worked very hard and executed it, mm -hmm. but there's something that I can go back to those people about the beard oil and hold my head up high because even if they ask about, like, yeah, listen, I, you know, it didn't pan out. Maybe it's something in the future, but I have this other thing that is coming to fruition. Right. It shows people that you were just figuring out what application you needed. Right. Um, which is awesome because a lot of people don't get to this. Mm -hmm. They'll do those and then never, they'll be like, I'm d out of entrepreneurial endeavors. I don't want to start anything new. You know what I mean? You know what's funny, right? And Sorry, I, CD, I, are you trying to jump in? Kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know what's, what's funny about that and then jump in whenever you want. I saw the hand. Um, 
you know, I still get this this weird feeling of no snooze sometimes, and like when I'm, well, I'm you see the way I'm I get a around. tingle in my biceps. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but like it, it, when things aren't going smooth, right? When we have to jump on calls and we have to have uncomfortable conversations, and maybe this one is not, you know, pulling pulling his weight in your mind, or this one's not doing it, I'm not doing it. You you get to a place that you're like, well, this might be the end of the freaking road, mm. which is crazy to think about. But yeah. no snooze is something that I am like. Whenever that thought happens, I take the action against it, right? And it doesn't it doesn't happen often. But when I started going through this crazy process at work and stuff, but then I turned it into a situation like, okay, so if I have if, if there needs to be a period of time that I'm not posting on Instagram yeah. as much, then it needs to happen. As long as we can meet and we can record episodes. It's fine. There was one thing that I listened to, um, and actually, I, sp- I ended up speaking to a really big podcaster. Right, I had a conversation, and it was about like coming onto the show. He's like, you know, I would come onto the show, but no disrespect, you have fifty episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not willing to put my name on something, and I don't jump on anything until I at least see 150. Right. Yeah. Then I even heard like additional podcasts, and I was even talking about this with Karina. And she's like, oh, I was just listening to, I think, Jackie Schimmel or something. She's a very hilarious person. But she didn't even start to take off until 300 episodes. Made me feel like a real rookie. So, like, to answer, but to answer your question, yes, the, the uh, scent of success, scent. the scent of it, right, the is there, is in, the, is in the realm. But the reality is we're still so young. I think, too, the way to look at it is, like, it's an asset, right? Yes, if it, it, who knows what it's going to look like in a year from now, yes. two years from now, three years from now, but it's going to be there. The 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 dynamics might change. There might be different topics. It might be a different setup as far as show. Who knows? But it's uh, it's there to be reworked constantly. Yes. So it's like you can't get too hung up on what it is, what it's going to be. You just got to keep reworking it and, and keep doing it. Yeah, you just keep doing it. Keep and you, you guys have been more beneficial than you even know because the level of accountability My guy. that I just know that you're on the other side, even if you're – I know I, I know you're depending on me, right? You know yep. that I'm depending on you. Yep. So it does create that additional layer. Like I, I got to be honest. If I was going through what I was going through now with the baby, with all the stuff with work – and I was by myself, I probably would have tapped. Yeah. Like at that time, and, and it literally was just very recently. And I'm like, you know what? At the very least, what, we, what we're going to do and what we're going to continue to do is meet, put out the episodes. It's always content that, that can go back. So if it is a busy time in our lives, like you were saying, and Instagram can't be as thriving as I want it to be, it's okay because then when it's it, just when one things, avenue, too. when things die down, and I'll be able to get back on track and catch back up. That's the thing, right? It's like there's. Uh there's no magic process to everything, right? Like nope. Instagram might die tomorrow, right? Right, yes, but no snooze won't die right. because we have an asset that mm-hmm. is a brand and a lifestyle. And at the end of the day, if we're working in our personal lives, it all contributes to this yes. because our goal is to be successful in whatever we're approaching in whatever form that comes. But as long as you keep documenting, we still have a show. Yes, correct. Right? Like I could change jobs. And be a hibachi chef, like I yes, talk about. Yes. But if I'm a successful hibachi chef, that's no snooze. Exactly. Correct. So it's very. And we created a very flexible platform. Yeah, which is which is genius. And and you guys were a major part of that because I know I could be very like very specific sometimes. And if things aren't going exactly how they Regina wants, but that's like, a good benefit. That's a huge I, benefit. I guess. But our our dynamic is actually the craziest dynamic in terms of a partnership because we don't always agree between the three of us. In fact, we there's plenty of times that we're like, yeah, no. it's I, I still disagree know. with all the things you're doing. Right, no, which which is which is fine. 
but we have learned to respect each other enough to know that the intention is a genuine intention and we're here for for the same reasons but no snooze for me is also about a quality of life right moving forward like when we say success success is a very broad term quality of life is what no snooze brings to the table so as much as i don't care oh go ahead oh, i thought he was leaning oh. so as much as i don't care about i care about feedback but i don't take it too much to heart yep. i also realize that in the past i've um been more motivated and excited when I'm in a public setting because I realize that people are viewing it and I don't want to look dumb, even though I really don't care if I look dumb, which is a very yep. counterintuitive thing to say. But by creating this platform that we did, now I'm even more encouraged to go out and be successful because I'm like, well, I'm talking a big game. You got to back it up, right? right? So we and you I, almost feel that you deserve to be here now, right? Yeah, but it's it's you want to be able to talk about positive things on here, mm -hmm. right? It, it would not be productive if we were like, yeah, you know, we didn't do much this week, and uh, so <laughs> right, like it's we snoozed all week. So yeah, yeah. so like uh, yeah, part of me needed something like this that I can loop into my lifestyle that helps me get up in the morning every day, right? Like yes, all the other stuff gets me up, but knowing that there's all these people that expect. <laughs> right. a, a post in the morning, even if it's a dumb post, yeah, I know. doesn't it get so? It, it's it it's been a fun experiment yes. and kind of like a you know putting a a community behind you mm -hmm. that expects a certain level of uh, quality, right? You know, I'm right. not saying you need to you need to live through like the public side or do it all for the public. There's a personal benefit to it but Absolutely. it helps yes it, it all does do you want to hear another business <laughs> failure of mine yeah and I'll, I'll throw a couple at you because <laughs> yeah. i have so many I, it's crazy though right yeah. and i've never smoked that's good this. though i mean this is all stuff that think about th this is the way i think of it you're so close to me for 15 years you didn't even know this shit because you don't talk about i talk about a lot of my stuff there's you some stuff you don't know that i failed at but um the way i think about it yep. is i always think in the sense of this is going to be funny to talk about when i'm Yes. We're somewhere else. Yeah. Because people be like, oh, that's hilarious that he tried that. He didn't do it. Yep. Look where he is now. Right. So as long as you think that way, you don't get discouraged by it because you're like, oh, this it's good content. Yes. It's going to be funny in the future when people yep. find out that I used to sell greeting cards. I don't know if you remember sell that what? phase. Which one? There was a, a multi-level marketing company. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I did it in college, yep, yep. which is the most Correct. unsexy thing to do ever in college. Yep. And it was all single, you know, not single. It was all moms mm -hmm. that were on my team, <laughs> which was fine. It was a great yeah. experience. I did very well, but I came to the realization, I'm like, this isn't the avenue I want to take. you want to go down. So I, I stopped. But stuff like that yeah. is hilarious now, to You've talk helped about. me now open up to this stuff because I'm telling you, I, 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 for a long time, needed to portray like perfection in my own life. Right? So you portray that because you value too much of what people think about yes. you where Correct. I've I catch myself all the time when I start getting concerned about certain things, it's because I'm worried about what other people are going to yes. think about it's one of the biggest my fears. failure. Uh -huh. Whereas now I'm like I don't care. Doesn't matter. I'm I know when I lay my head down at night, I'm doing things that I enjoy. Right. And it's not I mean I obviously get discouraged sometimes when I think people think I'm an idiot. But <laughs> majority of the time, I'm like, I'm good. I'm happy. That's it. Just simple. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But go ahead. I want to hear this other one. Uh, so this was a, this was a really good one. This was actually a um, a Westchester County initiative I had started, and it was outdoor fitness boot camps, right? And I think you remember this whole yep, I do. phase. So I was doing it as an employee, um, but then said, wait, why am I doing this as an employee? Like, one, I am the fitness you're the brand right like yeah, i yeah. am this people are literally coming to work out because of me which is a big realization that a lot of people don't 
understand. Right. So that's yeah. So I mean, I'm that's I'm, big. I'm here being paid sixty five dollars a class when in reality throwing out numbers, huh? Well, I mean that was it, that was it at the time, but in yeah. reality, people were paying you know a lot more than that to yeah. to take the programs, and I'm just bringing all this revenue to where I'm working, like. It, and I have all the certifications, so like it got me thinking. Like I need to create a business proposal. That was the first time I created an actual business proposal, which I love. That got ext- pitched on a very high level um, with local government, right? And long story short, the idea was phenomenal. Um, they loved it. They were all about it. But then it came like, okay, I need additional trainers. So now I need some money because I'm not going to pay them out of my pocket. I need you to jump on board. I need the spacing, blah, blah, blah. So that's why I created it. It was literally, and Rich Sika actually sat down with me, created, I want to say a 15 page proposal. Like, Rich be, is be, a smart dude. It Shout would out be Rich. pretty, pretty funny if, um, I can go back and pull that file. So the thing too, that I just want to mention while you're talking, like, all those business proposals that you yep. pull out, you're going to cringe when you look at them now. Oh, so but I know. at that time, they were awesome. We were in college. Like you crushed we, it. We but, literally were in college. But isn't it funny to look back and Wild. be like, wow, that was bad. That was, but right. at the time, it was the best idea ever. Yep. And and that was one of the first times that like I felt so good because I had left the, the meeting and I had all this positive feedback. And then I literally was so defeated because they ended up telling me no. So what's the what's the what's the lesson there? What was the lesson there? Yeah. Um, it's a very straightforward one, too, that I think about. When you say the this story, yeah. I'm like, this is the lesson. I'm trying, I'm trying to really, th- before you say that, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to think of really what I learned. Yeah, yeah. tell me what you learned, but I'm um, going to tell you I what really, I think. Honestly, what I learned at that time is people were blowing smoke up my ass because, <sighs> I, no, seriously, because they were, I was getting all this positive feedback, but it, when it was really time to move forward, to write a check. they were not willing to put their money really where their mouth was yeah um and it wasn't all about the money there was a lot of spacing involved there was a lot of insurance liability that was involved in doing something like that yeah um and i was within the county park system right so i knew that people's intention was good but my idea wasn't that good clearly and i knew that as cocky as i was this is a good lesson for me as cocky as i thought i was I really, I, I, am not as, ne- I'm not successful because I can't even get somebody to buy into what Dave Regina thinks. So here's my thing. I think the lesson there is you can't depend on someone to give you the green light, right? Yes. Because I'm not saying you did anything wrong, but it, this, that was a realization that I had. I'm like, I'm not waiting for people to say you have the permission to do something. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do it. And then they're going to come to me after, and then I'm going to make the decision if I want them involved right. and want to take any money, right? So when you do something like that, next time, instead of doing a boot camp, you're going to be like, all right, well, what's the cheapest thing I can start? I'll record a video, and I'll send it to someone, yep. and that someone might like it, right? Then they'll invite a friend. So the, you just have the same idea, just a different application of it. And an application that doesn't need money to start. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people think you need money to start an idea. But all, I, the the devil's advocate to doing like the business plan is just start doing something and figure it out as you go. Which I did, but then I reached my peak with that one. Because what I was doing, I did exactly that. I had one park and I was yeah. just doing it myself. And I yeah. said, you know what? I'm not going to do it for you. I'm just going to charge $10 a class. So I was doing it. But yeah. then it got to a place that like people really wanted this now. Yeah. And they wanted to do it in their location of the county. So I needed additional people to so, jump on. So there, then you come to a head where it's like, all right, well, here's the adjustment. Can I do it in other counties? No. I was so not. So if I can't, you know, I'm up in my price. Yeah, you know, you're spot, so, you're spot but on. But I'm just saying, I was it's not all, ready. but you. He wasn't ready. But, uh, so I think when we talk about defeat and stuff, and that quote I used today, which is my mantra, I think about Rocky when he's fighting the Russian, right? And I think of the Russian what as the 14th the, round. Fourth. Oh, the fourth well, round. Well, the fourth <laughs> yeah. uh, movie. I think about when he's fighting him, 
And up until that point, he hasn't bled yet, the the Russian, yes. right? And he punches him. And Fourth he's like, round. I said 14. <clears throat> so he punches him, and he starts, starts bleeding. And Paulie starts going wild. And he yeah. goes, he's not a machine. <laughs> he's not a machine. That's what I think about, like, big goals. Yeah. It's like once you see a little blood, you're like, oh, I can I can do that. Yeah. That's not – so that's like getting your first customer. Mm-hmm. Saying, like when we got our first person that bought a hoodie through the website, yep. you're like, huh, you can do this, yes. even though it's not a bit like you didn't knock the guy out, mm-hmm. but you you made you cut you cut him a little bit. Correct. So like with that business venture, you're cutting the entrepreneurial bug or whatever a business, mm-hmm. so that next time you get in the ring, you try to knock him out. Right. But it's uh, I didn't know you did all this. Is all awesome, which makes sense because now your savvy makes sense because you swung at all these other things. Exactly. And I was now going to say I I'm not. The podcast has created, I was talking about this with my father, the podcast has allowed me to become such a better speaker. The very, and you're to very explain, uh, eloquent. The explain, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm, I'm bad and bougie, right? Bad and bougie, <laughs> yes. But I, I was not good at explaining, but to Mike's point, you know when I get, when you guys challenge me or, or you'll say like, well, why don't you start something, throw something out there, like get out of your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big fear of mine because I'm like, I've done a lot of things that are outside my wheelhouse that now have shown that you need to hone in on something and commit all in to what you're going to do. I'm trying to get a couple of words in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have one point. Don't let me forget. I'm very excited right now. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Really? And it's not so much because you're showing this vulnerability about you. But I think that the where you're headed, and I have so many follow-up questions, this could be like a five-hour episode. <laughs> um, I appreciate your vulnerability in this moment. I do. Likewise. And because I think that normally when you when you see you, when we see you, it is very machine-like. Mm-hmm. Very, you know. T3. Right. T3. <laughs> I love when he says that. Um, Wait, so, right here? So, yeah, right there. So, so this, this, this moment of you one- talking about your your failures your fallings whatever i think is fantastic because it does humanize you a bit and i Mm -hmm. think that's awesome um but i do have so many questions and i don't know if i should hit all of them or just one one no not all of them but hit but um one of the biggest things i was thinking about as you take your 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 falls your fails or whatever how do you and you know you kind of explained already and this mike still has to answer this part but you know you already explained how much it affects you, mm-hmm. right? And that's I can relate with that, and I think Mike can too, and I'm sure he'll talk about his. But how do you not let it, the failure, that moment, that feeling, um, not bring you down to the gutters? And how do you then get yourself up and moving again? Because I think you know th- those hurt for you. They hurt. Yeah. You oh, can yeah. tell that they hurt. How do you get yourself out of that moment, that embarrassment, that yeah. that f- you know feeling of defeat? How do you get yourself out of that and keep trucking on and and do what you normally do with fitness, which is that's where you you you, you mm-hmm. shine? But this is obviously a little bit different. So uh, let me with that question, I'll ask you also a question: Why do wait, you not wait, get wait. discouraged with fitness? What, uh, well, can I wait? Let me let okay. me just. Why before. do I not get discouraged with fitness? Yeah, because well. Huh? Well, well, no, 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 not because I dominate, because I know this is important because I know where I was at. Right. And I really look back when I was 16 years old and Mm -hmm. I was 153 pounds and I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease and I was counted out. Yeah. Like people literally counted me out. I would get made fun of. I would look in the mirror and I would hate what I look like. And to now know that, yeah, you know what? I'm not the most fit dude in the world, but my mental is the most fit in the world. 
And what fitness has done is created this confidence monster that has allowed me that has allowed me to work through the failures of and actual failures I'm talking about because I've accepted defeat in those things, right? I did I stopped those things. So unless I pick them back up and they become, you know, crazy successful, that's different. But from where I'm at right now, I've accepted the terms of my losses, right? And I've moved on from the situation. In the moment, I hated it. I was not willing to even discuss it. So I allowed myself some time to mourn, to mourn the loss of my shit work ethic of the things that I wanted to do that I was not able to pull through on. Um, But knowing that there was going to be something in my life that would come. And when it came, I didn't know it was no snooze at the time, right? When it came, it was going to be the one thing that I would not give up on. So follow up question. So So, and fitness, right? I'm just using as an example. You stick with it because you, you use a term about what it is to you. It's a starts with an L. Ends it's in my style. Well, my lifestyle, yeah. So I think my reaction to that question, I'll let you finish too, is that when you get things that become a lifestyle, right. like for me, when I found real estate, it became my lifestyle. I was like, this is, I'm going to do this forever. Right. I committed to it forever. Fitness, recently recommitted to fitness as a lifestyle forever. When your timeline is a forever thing, mm-hmm. whatever endeavors you take, it's not a hobby. It's not a hobby anymore. You're not there. Uh, quitting's not an option. Right. So it makes it much easier to. You can get discouraged and fail, but you have to do it because right. it's an everyday thing. It's a lifestyle. So that was a realization I recently came to. Is like there's certain things and lanes that I have in place that I'm gonna do forever. Yes. Right. Yep. Like marriage, you don't quit on it because it's your life. Right. Kids, it's your life. So that was a big thing that I realized that unless you make something a lifestyle the chances of you quitting are a lot higher. Well, that's why it was funny. So Mike and I used to battle at the beginning because he's like, it's a brand. I'm like, no, it's a lifestyle. Then we came to the- Well, it is a brand too. We it's ta- a lifestyle came, brand. Yeah, then we, came to the, <laughs> then we came to the agreement yeah. that it was a lifestyle brand. Yeah. But what you're saying, and I'm sure now, now that you're saying this, right, I hope this now makes sense to people as to why I'm the way that I am, right? Like, I, And I appreciate you acknowledging the, the vulnerability. But I also, also what I hate about certain people sometimes Uh-oh. in the- No, in the podcast world- eventually like you get to a point that the failure becomes like oh i'm so vulnerable all the time and it's okay i just fail and i fail and i fail and i fail that's not me right like the i'm being dead ass honest with you well i don't want to fail yeah like i'm not trying to to well i don't think anyone wants to no dude i'm telling you there's a thing in the world right now and it's a fad It, it is it's it's okay to fail. Like, you know, you put yourself out there and you're so vulnerable and, oh, I tried so hard and I just came up short, but I'm going to document the journey along the way and I'm going to get rich doing it. To me, it's stupid. Participation trophies, right? Yeah, like it's just stupid. <laughs> well, so I don't yeah. enjoy I don't enjoy that process at yeah. all. And, and look, I'm not knocking people who do it. If it works for you and that's how you became successful, great. It's not how I'm going to become successful. Yeah. Mike, question for you. Yeah. Rip them, Lotto. <laughs> Rip them. How much does it affect you when you uh, fail, stumble, um, fall, whichever? whichever Wait, one you can use. I just? Add, I want to. Yeah. yeah um, clarify. 
because Mike gets motivated off of a fail, right? But what I, what I want to hear from you on that question is things that truly failed, not the fail versus the fall. Fail meaning like there was you had to quit, you gave up. There was no additional like motivation that came from it. Mm. True failure. Yeah. Right. Like because that that's the difference when we always talk about the fail versus the fall. Yeah. But I want to hear true, like, yeah. no, you just sucked at something, and there's a lot of you things. couldn't, you couldn't, you know, there's nothing good from it. Yeah, well, th- see, I don't think that way because every time I've failed in the past and like you learn something, given up stuff, yeah. I got closer to being a better business person, better person in general. You know, I've had more businesses than I can even mention. What about things that you quit that I on? Failed. Uh, I don't quit I on a lot of things. Right. They just end, right? Like I had a career in you know sports that I just said, listen, this isn't for me. I finished whatever I was doing, and then I stopped doing it. You know, there's certain things that, um, you know, I I you know a job that I took that I knew wasn't a long term thing. I quit. I went in. I said, listen, this isn't for me. I'm going to go pursue something I really want to do. I never looked back. So mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff that I do, I put a positive spin on it. But I definitely failed in like, you know, businesses and, you know, the send out cards thing I did for like two, three years. So for me, I get discouraged for like less and less time now. I used to let it dwindle a little bit. Yep. But now you just got to keep it moving because, you know. Major lesson right there, though. For everybody, I don't think I get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. But I think I get discouraged less. Right. And this is what some, as you know, I'm a process guy. So as I, wrote down my process of defeat, accepting the defeat, giving yourself time to mourn the loss, but not letting it define you. Defeat does not have to define you. It defines you when you become the actual failure and the failure does not allow you to move forward anymore. Right. Like I failed in these things, but eventually I took the time, had to really think about the lifestyle like Mike was talking about. What is it that I like to do? What is it that I love to do? What is it that I do on a daily basis? Okay, and this is how no snooze came. Right. So you can only allow the the failures to define you if you never progress forward. So like for you, CV, you've tried all this weight stuff a bunch of times. Yeah, cool. Great. As long as you can get out of your head eventually and find a way to break through it, this does not define you. But in three years from now, if we're still sitting here in the same situation and you committed to these 50 pounds and you were not able to do it, now you're almost allowing it to define you. And that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. So to add, just to finish a thought, um, I, I agree with you. The other thing you learn is like patience. So like in my profession, I, I don't chose- think I've learned that yet. Well, yeah, you have. No, I know, I know. In my profession I chose, um, I was tested early because I started, I was making $0, and it took me eight or nine months to get my first de- The first deal, or the like we talk about, the first big win is always the hardest, and then it gets a little easier. Yep. It gets a little easier. So then in the future, when you get discouraged by lack of activity or something, you realize, you're like, well, I wanted to quit at month seven. It's only month two. Like what am I? I'm ready, mm-hmm. and then you just your 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 um, your tolerance for setbacks just gets higher. Yep. I gotta tell sense? you, I think that your your thought process is, is that for this is bulletproof, because um, I, I have uh, when it comes to goal setting and things like that, I have a major struggle, and I have another question that I want to follow up with because I honestly, out of curiosity, I want to see how how you guys interpret when you guys decide to set a goal. 
You know, is it about how much you care about the goal? You know, is it about maybe not caring at all about the goal just in case? Is it about pretending like you don't care? Is it about, you know, set, setting it low? So you can overcome it, achieve it, and then kind of uh, what you always say this: the, the uh, undersell and over deliver, right? Uh, I don't so know. It's, no. it's all oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like <laughs> when it comes to like that that process, yeah, yeah. how you know? I think, it, like I said, I think it's bulletproof. But how do you um, how do you approach your goals that you want? I think you need to figure out what motivate, like what what do you like to do? Like in the past when you've had successes, why did you have a success? Because well, like everyone's method is different, right? Yep. Like I just kind of look at like what's worked in the past. But like in the past, I get excited because of this. So what can I do to incorporate this into this goal? Right. Do you go you into know? your goals passionately? Do you, would you yeah, say? Do you think I do? I'm at, I'm at, I don't know. I'm I know. I know. You. I'm asking. I know how I am, <laughs> and I know, and I think that's a big reason to answer David's question from before. Why I don't do something or other is because I know how passionately I can get caught up into it. And so why and, haven't you been? And, and, hold on, thing, hold on. So I'm thing. just no, it's not because you will for me most likely I will achieve it. But God forbid I don't. See, then I I votes. hear you, but I, that's where I will then. Uh, spiral if for whatever reason it doesn't work. I am very similar to kind of what David yeah, says. You're hard on yourself. Right. So I do feel that. Yeah. You know? So that's why when you talk, it seems very different. That's why I say your 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 uh your mental process there is bulletproof. Because if you can go and having fails and falls and, and you get up and you just keep moving and you just do it again and I think that's awesome. But that I fall once hard and it, it but is that very doesn't tough. Work for everyone, right? No, so you're right. And that's if, why I'm asking if, that's why I'm curious. I, it sounds like your method more beyond the Dave one where you need to create these signposts or these uh these goals that you're hitting. Because just for whatever reason what I've the the kind of model I've adopted was because I think I throw a lot of stuff out there and I try a lot of things where if I did have a little more regimented, maybe I wouldn't be moving like I do. But it sounds like for you, you, you take the, at least in the short term, you take the failures hard. Yeah, no, no, I definitely do. And, and I got to be honest, I don't really want to talk about the mean no, part. No, I know. I'm really interested with you because it is very different. I definitely, and that's why I said it, I yeah. the, the, this when Dave started talking, I can relate to that more. But, you know, for you, how, you know, and that's why I said, how passionately do you go into, you dive into your goals? See, how yeah. serious do you take them? You know, maybe it's not that serious and you just, well, you're serious about everything, I'm I sure. But I, I think I'm just uh, clear on what I want to do. And like I'm very crystal clear on what I think I am and where I'm going to be so that even if I don't achieve a goal in the short term, I know I'm getting there at some point. So the confidence is in what I foresee because I have so many I have so many things I've done in the past that I've said I was going to do and I go do it. It might not be within a timeline that I thought I could mm -hmm. do it, but eventually it happens. So like, you know, I told people I was leaving my job, full time job where I was getting a salary and I'm going to go sell real estate. Everyone was like, "You're going to sell real estate?" I'm like, "Yeah." Then I told people, like, oh, "I'm gonna start a food show," and they're like, "We're starting a food show." And then you know, oh, we're doing a podcast. You're doing a podcast. So like, everything people have been mm -hmm. kind of like, you're like, they question you, and then you go do it. So then when you're talking to yourself at the end of the day, it's just you in the mirror. You could say to yourself, "Yeah, I said I was gonna do all this stuff, and I'm doing it. So why should I think I'm not gonna do what I said I was gonna do that I didn't get now, mm -hmm. but I'll get in four months?" So like you just kind of create and you do the same thing. You have all these things to look back to when you have that momentum. So you have the momentum, just not in a certain lane, right? So once you just replicate, like clearly you have a, a, a expertise in all of this stuff. 
you just reallocate it to a new lane. And when you have a failure, you just say, well, I'm a genius behind the camera. Like, I just need to replicate that in this other area of my life. And that is that exactly what fitness has done for yeah, me. Yeah, so he uses that yes, as the starting as the point. Crutch. You need to use this as your, as your starting yes, your point. Your attention to detail here should be your attention to detail everywhere. Correct. Um, and then to add to- Which is not easy. Yes, but what he what he does much different than me is then he, he allows it to fester in and then he, he gets, you know, he, he can't break out of the mental- barrier piece that's why when fitness is the crutch i just challenge myself physically to then create that confidence but to add to mike's point about the goal setting like and you guys we've argued about this before i know how hard it is to be consistent and consistency is what helps attain goals right it doesn't matter what you're doing in, in life as long as you are consistent with a process and you move towards that that's going to get you closer to the goal so unless I am extremely passionate about something, like you guys have told me, like, well, draw cartoons. Like CV has told me, well, I would if I challenged you to drawing cartoons, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do it. Well, like I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think you people should. Do I don't think people. This is me. I will never do something that I don't want to do, and not that I can't set a lofty goal. Like clearly. Me going out and buying investment properties, right? Like when I when we first did that, then we bought the house. Like I have a, a thing in my head that every to five to seven years, I need to own another big asset. But you see how clear you are? Yeah. Like when you what? talk, he, CV, he's so clear on what he wants. That's part of it is like you need to figure out what you want and then go get it. It's a and, and really the success piece for me or whoever I'm is saying. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But it's the quality of life that I'm after. Like I know exactly what I want in terms of like I've worked weekends for my whole life. Right. Like this is the first two years now that I have been able to sit back and reap the rewards of not having to work weekends and get to spend time with my family. Right. I So I know that for me to just take on goals and things, it has to be something that means something and is going to create to the bigger picture. And and you might have to give yourself a narrative that you believe in, right? Like right. you might have to say like, listen, if I do this thing, then I'm able to go for walks in, you know, you might have to set up little games and wins for yourself. Like I'm, we're going to wherever and I'm going to have my shirt off and I'm going to be looking like this, right? Yep. Like there's certain you got to figure out how to motivate yourself and keep it fun. And maybe, maybe CV to start off for certain things, you know, people might need an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. Someone yeah, that's, that's a style. Like sure. I like when Dave's like above me. I like when I have accountability partners that are better than me in a lot of things because it forces me to, to level, level up, up quicker. Yeah. Whereas for you, you might want to do something that's on, you know, someone's on your same level. So you don't feel discouraged. Like you're not even close to where they are. So mm -hmm. it's all, it's all a preference thing. You just got to figure it out. How and when yeah. do you determine when it's a fall and when it's a fail and you walk away? That's easy. Well, I, I see the whole word and thing. And the reason I'm saying this, well, I mean, Dave from quitting. Go. So if you want me to say it. Yeah, yeah say the word failing quitting. and quitting. Say the word quitting. You know, because I think that's what, what, what it truly when is. When it doesn't align. Um, but hold on. Oh, it, and the reason I'm asking is because I'm sure at some point or another in the process. Know, it's like a, like a fruit you're, a um, freezer. Your your the goal is yeah. something you truly truly wanted. So at what point do you say you know what, I'm failing. I'm quitting. Yeah. I think when you you have to have a hard discussion. And I'm sorry to jump no, in. No, no, go ahead. You have to have a hard discussion with yourself and say like, <laughs> is this does this align with what I want to do? And if you're still committed and it is something you truly want to do, you don't quit. Mm -hmm. If it's something that 
you're not that passionate about and you find yourself not working hard towards it and it's just not something that's in your cards that would benefit you, your family, your life, then you quit. Mm -hmm. I, I have no problem with quitting with things. I don't like to say that I'm a quitter, but there are certain things in my life that I've stopped and I'm like, I don't, there's no reason for me to do that. I don't have any fulfillment from it. It's okay to cut your ties with certain things. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I also don't overthink a lot of things. I make the decision. Yeah, yeah that's a skill. It's definitely a skill. You know, you just kind of, I think, I think action's like the big, when you're too tired to overthink things, that's the move, mm -hmm. right? Like when you're, you do a good job of just, uh, you know, uh, habit to habit to habit. So what he's doing there, he's not overthinking anything. He's just doing. Moving to the then you have a weekend where you have four cigars in the sitting. <laughs> then you overthink things, right? You give yourself time to recalibrate yep. and then you go. Yep. But it's people think we have a long you don't have a long time. No, hell no. Hell no. So again, just to clarify, yeah, yeah. You set a, a goal. Let's say yeah. your goal is whatever, whatever it is in whatever yeah. field. And in that moment that you set the goal, you truly wanted it and you were gonna yep. work hard. Yep. And it's, it's for some reason along the way it starts not happening. So, when do you decide? You I'll know give what? You an example. This is no longer what I want. This is no longer what I was passionate about. I am quitting. So that you, that that was yeah, the question. Yeah, I'll give you an it's not about me. Remember, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. I, no, I'm, I'm kind of wanting. I'm interested in knowing. you no, don't relate it to me. All right. That's I, I, honestly, I, I want you to relate it to yourselves because so that's where example, the the true I'll value is. I'll give it to you. So, in the beginning, the goals episode, I wanted to do a Greenwich Capital. Right. Remember, I was talking about that, and I wanted to use. Uh, builder to uh, give people money to do a renovation so I can turn around and sell the property. Mm -hmm. I still think it works. It's a good business idea. There's a big firm in town that actually just rolled something out, the same concept. Is, doesn't that piss you off? No, because oh. you know why? I'm like, Ugh. but it, But this is the realization I came to. It's not, it doesn't make sense not worth in what I'm doing. Yep. So I, as much as I was passionate about it, wanted to do it, drafted up a logo, was about to file, was going to have, you know, talk to people about it nonstop. You sit down and you're like, it's not worth it anymore to do that because I see the potential headaches mm -hmm. and things that will come up from it. And I'm okay with quitting on that and putting my energy into something else more lucrative. I think when you quit something, you need something to go to. Yes. Right? Like if yep. you just quit something and don't have a, an outlet somewhere That's else. good point. Mm -hmm. Like if you quit uh, NFL players, right? People that retire. When they retire and they don't have a business or something to go to, it doesn't turn out well. Yep. But the people that have their announcers or they have another business like Wingstop or mm -hmm. <laughs> Wingstop, something. Ricky Rose. Right? When you can move your energy into something else and stay moving forward, then it's productive. So for me, when I quit things, it's because there's other things that I'd rather spend time on that yep. are, I'm, are still more aligned. That's good. And I can add to that, too. Right. Um you know, for, for me, one, the first thing that I would ask back to that person is where are you at in your life? Right. Because you're much different if you're fresh out of college and you're trying to figure out what it is that you like. At that point, I mean, it could be six months to a year of a timeline that you give yourself. I do think you should give yourself a timeline. Timelines are extremely important. Right. Like for me nowadays with my with the functions and the legs that we have you know, sprouting in our personal lives and, and through, you know, no snooze and the extracurriculars we're with, like, I'll give you 30 days on something that I'm working towards, right? And if I don't feel that this is something that's worth the burden of my time, I'm not going to get involved in it anymore, yep. right? 30 days is a very short timeline, but I also know the amount of growth or defeat you can feel in 30 days of doing something consistently every single day. 
But 30 days is not enough time for somebody who's trying to figure out what it is that they want in their life, right? I know exactly what I want in my life, so my time is a little bit, my, my approach is different. But the first thing that's important is definitely the timeline. Um, I knew that, like, with the, with the hat thing, I didn't, if I was being honest with myself, me being a hat guy for the rest of my life, like, I don't, that's not fulfilling to me. Right. Me being a beard guy, I'm sure I'm going to be a beard guy. So, yes, that makes a little bit more sense. But do I want to be known as like, you know, I, I got, you know, really rich off of a beard thing? Like, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be cool. But it still wouldn't be my end all, mm. you know, because it's yeah. not fulfilling enough. There's no the, the, it's a hobby still. Um, and and I, I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah. I hope it does, but good. timeline is pretty big because somebody out of college is much different than somebody who's got kids and is 35 years old. So for your timeline, right? Like I found that my 30 days, I it's hard for me to accomplish a lot in 30 days mm-hmm. because of the different things that I'm trying to do. So I look on long, like I go by years, right? But Where you're someone, set already. You're 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 in a lane already. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just the way I think is like a year gives yep. me time to flutter and like try to organize things. Yep. And if I don't get it done by the end of the year, that's okay. But it gives me enough room where I could try to knock things out, even if other endeavors and things pop up. So you would commit, let me ask you this, you would commit to something. If somebody pitched you on a business idea and you liked it, you would, you would give one year of your, like of your current schedule now, right? Because what I'm thinking about is I have to out- reallocate time. Well, I was talking about goals, not like a new oh, endeavor. Oh, oh, well, new oh, endeavor so too, goals, right? Like a goals new endeavor also. New but endeavor. He, okay. Like if someone asked me about like, oh, are you going to get a Tesla? My answer is like by the end of the year. That's different. From what I'm thinking about, oh. so I want to make sure we're on the same same page, right? That's the like that's you're the saying thing. completely new. Yeah, like I'm saying, if somebody yeah, tells if me to do says, something, yeah, like if someone's like, "Hey, listen," and it aligns with what I want to do, uh, and I don't align. do it by right. the end of the year, then it means it wasn't as right. important. No, no. So, so, I don't so for even... me, I well, so you're already figuring out that it's something you want to do. For me to figure out if it's something I even want to do, I know that dedication of the 30 day process yeah, that, that I would put to it that would then allow me to know is this something I can even see myself doing for the next year two years the rest of my life i think you know so like when i quit my job before i quit it i said i'm gonna take real estate licensing classes six to ten during the week after a full day of sales because if i quit that means i don't really want it but Mm -hmm. if i stick with it and it's gonna suck for however it was like a couple months then I know I really want to try this. That's fire. So I literally just put a situation where like it's difficult, and your back's already against the wall. You have to find a way I've through. I spent money if it's worth it to you. Yeah, God damn it, money. Michael. That is but that was like the first test. Then the next test was like, all right, well, if I really want to do this, I got to quit my job. Yeah. So I went and I quit, and I'm like, wow, I'm really making strides towards this thing. So I quit my job. Then I'm like, all right, well, I have a year basically to try to make some type of money. If I make anything. It, it means it's possible. If I cut the Russian yep. in year one, I got a shot at this. So there's like, you just- Consequence. You keep putting things in front of you. I think for the biggest thing for me that motivates me is consequence of money. If I commit money that I worked hard to make into something, yep. that more means- more motivated too. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm going to try right. to figure it out. Um, but also to, to the consequence piece, right? On your question of the original um, quitting versus not quitting. Yeah, we answering your are question. Are you willing? Yeah, we, we did. Right? And I think we did, actually did a good job with t- two different perspectives. What are you willing to sacrifice? Not consequence, sacrifice. Mm. If you're not willing to sacrifice something, it's not worth it. Because if something truly means something to you, you would sacrifice it and be able to say, you know what? This amount of time and effort is going to be worth it because of X, Y, and Z. And if it's not, 
you'll always quit. Yeah. You'll always quit. Yeah. Right? Sacrifice is big. That's a good point. I, I found myself, I, I know, when I'm done yes, with something, not, I like- I'm done. <laughs> I, I And then you can't work your way back. Yes. Right? Because you're like- there's certain I'm things not you in can't it. talk you're about, but when you commit in your head and you're second guessing it, it's just not productive. Right. Like at my prep, my past job where I was recruiting, I, I I know the day where it happened, where I was taking crap from the boss, and I'm like, I don't want to be here. You know, I'm yep. doing a disservice to everyone by even being in the room. You think everybody has quit. that? Yeah, everyone yeah. knows. You, you know. got to trust. I think I think people don't trust their intuition enough, mm. but here's a here's the devil's advocate. Sometimes your intuition isn't right. It's just your you're uh, you're not you didn't mentally get ready, Good but point. once you're at a certain point, you know. And in terms of the intuition piece, right? You have to know that as long as you know and you want to rely on your intuition, that's great. But just know, just as a human being, when adversity and struggle happens, your intuition is going to tell you to tap out. But if you want it enough, you find a way. So exactly. that's the argument. Exactly. It's like, so you, you know, if you tap out early. That really wasn't your intuition. Your intuition and your instinct always is trying to protect you. That's what your brain does. It tries to protect from hurt. So it will tell you to tap out of something before you accept the hurt. What we don't do is we never allow enough time and enough adversity to actually happen to work through the things. Like you put your back against the wall with real estate multiple times and you were able to find a way. You knew that it was something that you wanted to do. So again, it comes back to a timeline piece of really knowing what it is that you want and what you're interested in, that's where it starts. Um, we're, we're rambling. Yeah. Well, if you keep coming back to something, you know. Like, you, your brain is smarter than you. So if, like mm -hmm. I said it in one episode, if you keep talking about something, it means you keep thinking about it. Yeah. Even if you don't, in your head, consciously sit there and think about an item. If you talk, like, Tesla has come up in my head a million times. I'm not saying it's, like, an important thing. Yeah. But that means I really want to fucking Tesla. Right. So, like, the more you talk about it, the more it comes more into fruition. You talk to people. You figure it out. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's certain things that you don't even intend on bringing up in convo. But if it comes up, it needs attention, and, right? right? So, like, for whoever, there's certain things that I've said to people business-wise, personal life, that I'm like, damn, like, that's something I really need to address because it keeps, keeps coming, coming up. up. So I need to do yeah, it. Yeah, you, you had put that in my head when you said it. Um, you, you got anything else for us? That was that was awesome. This we, might be. We need to might, get a heater down here. I'm this, for a reason. I know me too. This it's the low body. Fat. It's low body. Fat. This might be the best episode yet. This is good. It's we're just rambling. And you know what's crazy? I'll save it for another time. That I I didn't even speak on one of my major personal failures. <laughs> uh, no, wow, he could the I'm, cliffhanger. That was good. I'm dead serious, but I will save it for another time. So we have to make sure that it comes out. But that that is the. When Karina and I were talking about it, right, those were the business ones, and there's one, like, personal, personal li life failure, true defeat of mine, and we will just remind me to eventually bring it That's up. That's on TV. <laughs> All right. Um, so this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. <clears throat> I have to read this one. Because it has to come Your out chest properly. is distracting. <laughs> I actually have to urinate very badly. Yeah, too. I've been slamming like, fluids. It's crazy. All right. When defeat comes, accept it as a signal that your plans are not sound. Rebuild those plans and set sail once more towards your coveted goal. Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich. Nappy Hill. Uh, did you see the song that I posted today? The song, no. Set Sail, it's called. Wow. It's reggae. We're on the, we're on the same. Come on. Reggae. Uh, but even think about what we just talked about. Like, yeah. 
That well, I mean, it shouldn't align because we. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, it's gonna align. You know, like, of course, it's, it's gonna. It's the theme of the no, show. No, of course, it's gonna align. But Can like, you believe it relates? <laughs> no, you're stupid. I'm saying the. Um, I got you. Like some people define defeat much differently, but you know, defeat is something you gotta accept at times. That's, I like that. Like, like if you're on a deserted island and you had to get back to your family, even if your raft broke 99 times, you're still trying to build a raft and right. get off that island. And you have to take things that did work. Right. But you, yeah, what? Yes, yeah, like that's that's a very. I never even thought of it. Right, that way. and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, still building that raft. That's right. And it's gonna, I'm gonna raft, be like, All right, that didn't work. Let me change this. Let's go. Should we get dessert on the island for like an episode and try to get off? I thought. I, listen, my diet, I, the way that I just heard it, should we get dessert on an island? <laughs> Absolutely, a hundred percent. I'm in. So uh, my Miguelito's mantra. Ito, Ito, Ito. It's by my guy, Patrick Bet David. Been on a huge kick. Guy's yeah. an animal. Great accent. Great dad. Dude. Accent uh, fire. Tell me, why? Should we get accents? <laughs> yes. I believe him so much more because he mispronounces certain things. <laughs> yes, yes. But I think that's that authenticity. Is that piece. why you just said dessert? Were you, what do we have? Oreos? <laughs> uh, Roger Bannister said his four minute and three second mile in 1953 made him realize that the four minute mile was not out of reach. Part of daring to achieve the impossible is letting failure motivate you rather than discourage you. So if you get 14.2% body fat, <laughs> we're getting the 10, baby. We, we are, baby. Um, I'm <laughs> holding you accountable to that. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. Warm me up. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.